podcast interview series. Today, I'm joined by a dear friend of mine, someone I've wanted to have on the show for a very long time, near when I started the, the show at the very beginning. It was like back in March or something like that. Uh, I was a big fan of his podcast, and I'm very excited to be talking to him today. His name is 3D Blast. He also goes by Randy. How are you, Randy? Welcome to the show. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm very excited to be talking to you. Like I said, yeah. What having a good day so far? Oh, jeez. That's what the hell took so long. I I literally watched one by one as my entire in quotes crew (laughs) get sniped off the. You'll have Hex. You'll have Sterling. You got Dan. You got Wiz. Little old me waiting in the in the bushes. Yeah, and you were the one that sort of showed me who a lot some of them are, like uh, especially like Icy Icy and maybe Colin the Wiz too. But okay, I know Josh in person, right? At this point, right? You know him before? Yeah, um, just from the VCC, right? Sure. I was like, "Yo, man, you have I figured out somehow we figured out we were both from Toronto." And we were like, yo, let's chill out, grab a beer, do a tape swap, whatever. Uh, and then they were like, yo, I was, Crunk Chris was there, and he was saying something about let's start up a Toronto Vaporwave thing. So I was like, hey, we'll do that. Then I joined the the, vape, the magazine, and I was like, I'm going to do a podcast for my yeah, Climate Wave person, article. Right? His was in person, yeah. Um, but I inter- interviewed Alt Skies for my Climate Wave thing. And then um, I was like, this interview thing's like pretty dope, actually. Let me do another one. And I was like, okay, let's do Crunk Chris and Josh. They're right there. Maybe we'll do it together or something. And then, you know, that's kind of how that started. And then from Josh, I think there was Colin first because I actually bought a lot of his tapes. I like his stuff. Uh, Wizard of Loneliness again. Halcyon Tapes. Shout out to Halcyon Tapes again for making that sick-ass compilation tape for, uh, for the con. You were on that. Yes, I submitted just something I had. I already released a single, but I was like, throw it on there. Yeah, I know that song from something. It's so catchy though. That's like it's a itataki 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 itataki. So everybody, like, you hear that? It's like I gotta figure out the pattern to that. Yes, the song "Full Course Fool" for the record. Out now, Spotify, Bandcamp, SoundCloud. Check Napster. Yeah, Napster's still a thing. Eh? I honestly think it goes to the Napster. I get emails that are like, oh, <laughs> really? I bought Napster, and I'm like, all right, all right, distro kid, I see how you're doing. Everything comes full circle. It's eh? pretty nuts. It's just yeah. like a streaming service at this point. It's so weird. Paid, paid I think, too. It's got to be. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, uh, what was I talking about? Oh, having you on the show. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know, man. Just, I don't know. Dan Mason, I was like, okay, Econ's coming up. That'll be great, great to go with the Christ because they're both playing right. there. But I guess you're playing there, so that's not an excuse. Uh, I got nothing. Right? Don't worry, don't worry. I said I was not offended. No, no, I was listening to all my friends. Yeah, you, you were last be because me. you're the you're the one. At, you know, it's all building up to this. Yeah, the finale. All no the other guys, they're just pawns, this. yo. Okay, <laughs> it's the last episode. Yeah. Last one, guys. I was mentioned. I mentioned it like every episode. It's weird. Oh, on your podcast? No, I'm talking about in this one. Oh, I'm like just per- like people were just like, oh yeah, Randy, this, Randy, that. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, man, 
very I have, popular. I have a lot of friends, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know how that happens, man. I've, I've, and I've mentioned that before, but it's you're finally here, man. We're doing it. <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy, and uh, it was great to see you at the con. Yes, incredible. <laughs> no, I I love your music, man. It's like the ultimate vaporwave dance music. I think. Yeah, it's definitely different. You know, mm-hmm. it's not, not it's all not of it. Really, future funk. I mean, it is and it isn't. No, it's like say. club vaporwave. That's what I would call it. Sometimes yeah. you have like the anime stuff, but it's more like video game yeah. inspiration. That's well, that's where it gets it all from. Obviously. Yeah, your yeah. your name kind of reflects that. Can we talk about your name for a second? Uh, sure. Uh, 3D Blast. So I assume that's from Sonic 3D Blast, Sonic 3D right? Blast. That's yeah. your that's your whole your whole thing, your brand almost. Yeah, uh, basically like so before that, I went by Razonde. Razonde. R A Z O N D E. And for anyone who's like caught up with the Sega just brand that's a like a, a spell, a technique from the game Fantasy Star. Oh, which shit. is another you know Sega game, mm-hmm. Sonic Team. Um, specifically for me, Fantasy Star Online hashtag New World. Um, <laughs> yeah, that you put would have played that on Dreamcast, right? Yeah, I will uh, first on Dreamcast, and then I played it probably mostly on GameCube, and then recently okay. in the last year on PC private server. I heard about that. Yeah, that's awesome. Very fucking. It's it was a very important game, and yeah. uh, it was super dope. Oh, the aesthetic was incredible. Music was awesome. Gameplay was incredible. Uh, it was online. One of the first online games. Um, for yeah, GameCube, first right? first console MMO, I think too. Hmm. Um, but I named myself after that uh, just because it was cool. I was a magician class in that game, so uh, sweet. Fomar. It's the name, <laughs> um, but cool. uh, when I I used to do just like chip tune stuff, kind of. I was really into like chip tune video game music, and then eventually got into vaporwave, and I was like, I want a name that reflects kind of this era of like, you know, it wasn't like super eighties y because like the Sega Genesis was nineties, but still nineties was pretty, uh, you know, a big part of. Vaporwave stuff. Yeah, for, oh, for sure. I feel like 90s sure. visual aesthetic, more so over 80s visual. Mm-hmm. Vibrant uh, colors. and Yeah, so I yeah. was like, well, I love Sonic has just kind of accidentally become like a brand after like playing it for so long. And someone's like, you play all the Sonic games, don't you? And I'm like, shit, I do, don't I? And then I that has I just do. like exponentially become more and more like my thing. Yeah for you know gift and a curse so i I chose that name because uh i like the classic games the best obviously yeah Uh, three and knuckles didn't quite fit as a name (laughs) (laughs) so it's like 3d blast it's like big energy explosion 3d got your iconic colors yeah your red and blue glasses according to your uh, discord logo thingy picture super cool by the way yeah (laughs) <laughs> Did you make that? No, I hired uh, an artist. Who's yeah. really, really dope. Smoothies yeah. is his name. Well, shout out to you, Smoothies. Yes. It's a nice picture. Very much. Just taking a sip of beer, sorry. <laughs> this is like talking to Sterling. I thought you were going to say something. No. 
Well, I do have a funny a funny story about smoothies, I guess. Yeah, go ahead. Um, and in the same story about uh, one of my features on my album, his name is uh, Sega Sky. You might, if you listen to Promise World, there's a track featuring Sega Sky on it. Yeah. And at the beginning of Iconic Bitch, uh, there's a tr- it goes like straight from 3D Blast. That's also him. Basically, these guys <laughs> had like a, a YouTube channel where they did like in Let's Plays and Sonic Let's Plays and other games, but mostly stuff I knew them for was Sonic. And uh, I used to watch them when I was like in high school, middle school, and shit. Mm-hmm. And then like one day, I'm on the subreddit, and I just there's a comment that just says like, "Ooh, I love this album," and I'm like, "Holy shit." Is that you? Like, are you from this YouTube channel? And they're like, yeah. yep. And I'm just like, what the <laughs> fuck? And so kind of connected with all these guys and soup. That was, that was the weird, that's the weirdest connection I've ever made. Probably like all oh, this YouTuber is like fucking Sonic. Let's play channel. Mm-hmm. I used to watch. Now I'm like buds with yeah, getting art from them and collabing. And mm-hmm. no, there was something special about YouTube back in the day. Yeah, like you you kind of made stronger bonds with people. I think, like on that platform only, because Discord wasn't really no. that. I don't think it was around at all, was it? No, no, not during like high, this. Discord came out what two thousand? Oh yeah, high school. Right? You, yeah, high school for me was twenty twelve. That so. Mm-hmm. Twenty two thousand nine to twenty twelve. Cool. Mm-hmm. In Detroit, how's Detroit? Detroit's cool. What, what's I technically it like to, to grow up there? Technically, don't live in Detroit. Right, know, right. Yeah, it's called Dearborn. It's like a two-hour drive. No, it's it is ten minutes. Oh, sick! Real nice. It's it's the best. You live in Detroit. Well, exactly. Like <laughs> I live in the city that Henry Ford built to spy on his employees. Like literally. Oh. <laughs> So yeah, it's right there. I think it, like I think a lot of people I went to school with were like, "I want to move out of Michigan." I'm like, "What?" Like Detroit's right here. Detroit's kind of popping off. You know, there's got this cool shit. Plus, I don't live in the city, so I, I live ten minutes away. I can drive there. I live in a nice neighborhood by some schools and stuff. Like, it's not pretty it's, dope. It's, it's 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 a pretty good spot right now. Mm-hmm. Is it expensive? Mm, can be, but not really. Not like it's yeah. not like you're, you know, New York or San Diego expensive. Yeah, for sure. Where like a dude making a hundred thousand a year can barely pay rent. <laughs> it's definitely not like that. Cool. Maybe I'll invest in some property. Yeah, come on out. Yeah, come see your shows. <laughs> all your live show. Do you, do you do live shows in in Detroit? I have done like I have played live in Detroit, but I'm ne- I'm not necessarily out here like getting Yeah, you're not at- like out there hustling, right? No, that's the thing. Like uh you know, I'm I'm trying to make music and people to listen to although I like to pl- and play and mix live and stuff. It's like uh I don't think there's a lot of people around here that are trying to like listen to it just yet because if I- if I'm booked to play shows or I get booked on some of these local shows like it's usually because i'm about to play house or some sort of you know dance not necessarily like the vaporwave mm-hmm. stuff you know sometimes yeah. you'll throw it in but not many people i'm technically under some sort of agency but like and i've i've been i've played a few shows here at like a local arcade which is pretty cool um and they dig the funk and stuff 
but yeah, you know, so a lot of these clubs also like, you know, Gotta the fan bases and stuff are all over the world, which is why Electronicon was so sick because they were all in one building. Mm-hmm. But if I, if I hosted a show here, you know, no one's going to come. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was crazy to have so many people flying out, man. Oh, I know. Fuck. Ugh. Can't wait for the second one. You got the second one, right? Nope. No? Oh, no, that's no. far, far, I suppose. Dang. Didn't get booked. <laughs> um, no, jeez. Well, you can go as a fan. I could, but like, it's, it's in LA. It's it's that's like money, in two money. months. Like, I'm moving. It's money. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I ba- I'm pretty I have... sure I basically got booked to the first one because I was already going, and Dan Mason didn't shut up about me. <laughs> like literally, when I left, I talked to George briefly. I didn't really talk to him at the con. Um, except at the end, he helped me get my check because I was the only one who hadn't gotten paid yet because mm. you know, I played pretty late and then I like just hung out. Yeah. Um, and he was like, so do you suck Dan Mason's dick? <laughs> <laughs> and I like, wasn't sure how to handle it. Cause Seriously? I was like, Oh my God. Is this like the rapport? Like, I couldn't, the tone I'll admit, like, listen, George has been nothing but nice to me. Yeah. But I'll admit that like, I don't want to piss anybody off or like step on any toes. So I was like, I hope, you know, that like, I hope he doesn't, he doesn't think I'm annoying by like yeah. constantly being it. like, book me, book me or whatever. Not that I was, yeah. but hopefully he's People not like, are... fuck Dan Mason doesn't shut the fuck up about 3d blast. Like who is this guy? <laughs> who cares? So I was like, uh, you know, no, not no, no dick sucking over here. And he was like, okay, so he sucks your dick then. <laughs> I was just like, his tone was hard to read. I'll admit, maybe it's not more on my end. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you guys are both real tired. I imagine. Yeah, for sure. It was four a.m. at that point. That's so funny. Yeah, I, I guess. Like, I was like, I like, don't want to piss you off. Hope, please don't be mean. <laughs> the whole thing is a kind of a big joke, right? Like that's one of my later questions. Like how you and Dan Mason have a sort of like, hilarious relationship, a rapport. Yeah, definitely rapport. Some people know about it. Some it, people don't. It is yeah, an iconic duo. We oh, joke, for sure. jokingly say the Vaporwave's cutest couple is that. Yeah, exactly. Husband you, and wife. Right. Do you want me to go into it then? Now, did you want to uh, say that? Yeah, sure. Well, uh, it's it's uh, just quickly like a lot of other people were requesting you too, not just Dan Mason. I've, I saw that constantly. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm talking about mainly just like in in the inside inner circle. Yeah. Okay. Like okay. I'm pretty sure he was like he'll be here. Plus he's good or whatever. Plus whatever he said. Yeah. And I don't it, think he'll okay. like admit it, but I like I definitely think it was him. Yeah. I think I told him <laughs> told him thank you. I was like, this is you. You know that right? And he's like, no man, it's you. And I'm like, fuck. No, it's not. There's because <laughs> I emailed him and he didn't say yes to me. Yeah, he emailed me back months later. Mm-hmm. Well, your set kicked ass. Yeah, thanks. That was so, so super fun. Oh, it was fun to be there, man. It was a freaking party, sweaty ass dance party, tiny cramped room. Yeah, it's like a hundred people in there, maybe. Really, you think so? Like it was, people were kind of scat. Like you couldn't fit everybody in. People were like watching from like the outside of set? the room. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I really cool. I didn't. It was pretty dark, and I was pretty focused. I didn't really get a glimpse of the whole room. I was kind of like tunnel visioned. Yeah, it definitely changed. Like there was different points of like packedness. Well, that's cool. I'm glad. Like I guess. maybe people were 
you, you played first, right? No, Pat. Pat, Pat, yeah, Pat played first. Yeah. That I saw. Yeah, was that's what it was. Shit. Yeah, and then so people were probably coming back after Pat, like yeah, they left pretty quick. Getting beer, and beer and shit. <laughs> yeah, well, the bar was closing, right? I don't know. I didn't. I, I think know. it was two. Last call. Damn. Yeah. So you get you get one more chance to drink before you, and one more after, and that's it, basically, right? Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, Dan Mason. That's I saw something. You know, I've been listening to your podcast. Everybody cracks jokes about it. The my most the funniest one to me I saw on Reddit was uh, the post was called "Can we take a second to appreciate 3D Blast?" Oh, <laughs> you know this one? I know. <laughs> and the yeah, and JK is, is the Dan. Mason. Haha, gotcha. A Trojan horse thread. Dan Mason appreciation. So thread. I actually, so the guy who did that thread <laughs> is actually my friend Sam Quick. Yeah. Who was okay? Oh yeah. My albums. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't know he was doing that. And that wasn't like something we planned, but <laughs> it was basically like the, you know, the bit of like basically living in his shadow for forever. Um, yeah. so it was just kind of funny where it was just like, we, I think we were talking about, cause there was a, there was another thread that was just like, this guy's music is so good. And it was just like Dan Mason stuff. And I'm just like, Oh yeah, that's so cool. And then he made a joke post about me, and I was like, Oh, ha ha. And then I clicked it and it was like even, even more of a joke. Yeah. <laughs> but uh you know uh, me and dan became friends after a 3d cast like okay. most like most of my vaporwave friends mm-hmm. <laughs> uh so you invited him on and then yeah kept talking or it was one of those things yeah. it happened with sterling and josh and it happened with Evito and like some of the other people who are like i hang out with, like nano and some of my like buddies who I like I'm constantly talking to or working with or whatever, mm-hmm. like we'll record an episode and then as soon as we like go off, we'll just like hang out and like just yeah. I I, I talked to Dan like the whole rest of the night mm-hmm. and it was like fast friends. Same with Josh and everybody, but uh, that's awesome. We've been buds and uh, yeah, I'm trying to think like we really just that- like, I have his phone number. Like we're really just friends. I know his wife. Yeah. You know? Like we we play games with Overwatch together. We play work together. Traded VSTs and uh, the like. Everything. We're we're All good. We're fast. Fo- we're fans of each other. Mm-hmm. Which is good. Well, it sounds like it blossomed into a really <laughs> nice friendship there. He. I don't know if you saw him live, but he gave that incredible shout out. Oh fuck yeah, I did. During the, the whole set. thing. Oh, he shouted you out. Huge shout out! He, I was. Oh, at his mer- I ran his merch table. Yes, I knew that. The merch yes. was weird, and they didn't say that they needed like other extra people to run it, mm-hmm. so he didn't have anybody. And yeah, he was live during the merch, so I was like, "Yeah, I'll run it." Um, he's mm-hmm. easy. Thank you. Good on you, man. That's awesome. Yeah, like like I said, we'll do anything. He, we, we'll, we're we're right friends. We're not just clout chasers networking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> For sure. So that was yeah, actually the I first time I missed that. Maybe I was grabbing beer. But he uh, he was like, I have a bit, a joke, running joke with one of his songs. It's a wishful thinking where he yeah. starts the song off by going like, these lovers quarrels. And mm-hmm. I, I I exaggerate the his tone. I'm like, make him sound like a nerd where he's just like, these lovers quarrels. So <laughs> when he played that song, he was like, this one's for 3D Blast. It's my best yeah. friend. And, you know, this nice thing. And I was just like, oh, nice, I'm about to cry. <laughs> his set was the most like heartwarming yeah. and this, um it gave, me, it gave me shivers fuck as like a proud parent 
I was like, that's my man. <laughs> mm. I got a, a fucking amazing video of nice. some of his songs. Maybe Very I can send nice. it to you. I'm going <clears> to, <throat> I just edited a Death Dynamic Shroud video. So that should be up already if you're listening to this now. And I'm going to cut more of my footage together. Um, I wasn't thinking of it, but I was like looking at it. I was like, fuck, I got a lot of good shit. Like, it's really nice. So we'll see what happens. But, uh, Electronicon 2 is coming up. Yes. Uh, so hopefully I can get some more footage for that and like plan something out a little more uh, with more of a vision, sort of. Right. More of a direct. So we'll, you can direct yeah. it more. We'll see what happens. But we did, you know, we did a couple interviews at the tape swap. Yes. Uh, one with you. I'm working on that right now, too. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if I'm going to put them together or release them one by one, but I finally have them, so they'll be coming out. Um, yeah, I don't know. Lots of tangents going on here. <laughs> I know. I'm Like I said, I'm like, Electronic on Week was so, weekend was so mind-altering that it's like, I just want to, I could talk about it forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So many different, and that's the cool thing about it is because you didn't get to experience everything yourself, so when you talk to people, it's like, oh, cool, that happened? Right. Oh, damn, I wish I saw that. Oh, you should have seen this. Oh man, I can't believe you missed this. You know, like so many, so much of that. Like I, I was basically super stoked to one. So I was just going to be there anyways. And then like, I wanted to be a part of it. Not because I was like, oh, I'm good enough. I want blah, blah, blah. It was more, mainly just because like, how cool would it be to be part of this history? Be part of the first one, have your name up on a poster something like, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I ended up getting it. And that was like just huge i'm just i'm just so they can look back at the first one and be like oh yeah three passes there <laughs> killed it basically you that's have the it. biggest post on reddit right now of uh your mistake i'm sure you saw that yeah that was your hat fell off huge I, it, I was i literally was like I, I felt weird because people were like this is stupid and i'm just like hey i agree <laughs> i have no idea why this is popular i did not post that i know it was it was maggie that wave yeah well it was a great uh it was funny uh, we put a human face on the music and also it got to see that you actually do stuff when oh, yeah. you're playing live you I, know, I mean yeah i mix live a lot yeah yeah so that's really cool and then your hat fell off put, hit this hit the, the skip loop button thing. or something yeah. loop yeah and then uh yeah you bring it back in with a with the with a drop was that a different song you brought back in no, that was that the sample the you were trying song. to get to that is the same okay. song. just about to drop cool. and it yeah, it looped right before, and when I let go, it was perfectly <laughs> timed. I remember after it happened, I looked at my perfect. friend who was in front of me and just mouthed like, "That was perfect." Yeah, <laughs> can't write that stuff. A lot of rude comments though, just like, "I'm sure you thought it was cool when you were drunk off your ass, but this is stupid." And I'm just like, you know, it is. Yeah, but if you was, were there though, you yeah. felt the magic. It's just people that are, I don't know, wishing they were there or think it's. Not um, it, it didn't help that it had like four hundred and thirty upvotes, so people were like, "I don't know, what is that's this? a lot." Yeah, that's a lot for that subreddit. For that, for that subreddit, yeah, it's crazy. It was like, what did I? I didn't even like I said, I didn't even do anything. <laughs> yeah, I think people just saw it as a window into the night. Yeah, I think so too. It was a video. Videos do real well on the subreddit. Actually, natural happened, and it wasn't a performance piece or something. Right. Yeah. 
Well, it's dope, man. Anyway, well, guess well, I guess we'll get into my questions now. Sure. <laughs> Forty-five we minute. We haven't got even gotten into it. Holy shit. Yeah, I don't know. Thirty minutes, not too bad. Well, we have, but uh, not in the order that I have written here. Right. We've jumped around a little bit, but that's awesome. But I usually start with, what have people been up to lately? So you just got back from the con. From the con. You're um, you're moving soon as well, so I'm sure you have a lot going on with that too. Yes. What, what have you been up to this week? So this week in particular, um, I'll admit, uh, because of the moving stuff is a little like, uh, I don't know, like 100% of the details, like when exactly it was just kind of supposed to be like, and in September, we're going to have to start packing and stuff. So, but I think it got a little postponed just by like a week or so. So I don't have to like really rush too much this week. But right before, <laughs> right before the electronic con, right before New York, uh, they re-released the classic version of World of Warcraft. <laughs> and uh, fuck if I wanted to play that game all fucking weekend. And then I got home, and here we are. Nice. I'm playing Vanilla a lot Warcraft. of that. Yeah, man. I just, I was Official like, I'm take, servers. Yep. I've been taking the whole week. I've been just like, I'm just going to give me this week. Give me this week before I have to fucking pack up again. Like, I just got home. I just yeah. Wanna, all my friends and stuff. Like. <laughs> Nice. Well, that's I know great you had you... trash ghosts on, and me and him are in the same guild and stuff. Sick. <laughs> oh, Vanilla Warcraft was the best. Are you exactly. going? You're going to fight uh, Van Cleef, the pirate. Oh, we've done it. Oh yeah, that's the best, best dungeon, best instance ever. Oh yeah, it was the first one I ever did, like my in my whole life. I think so. Like I said, take you me know, back. I had to shut off my. It sucks because I kind of like shut off my streams and stuff, just because I thought I'd be way busier than I am, but. Oh damn! Uh, I'm not just yet. Probably gonna have to buckle down next week. Yeah, but then again, that next week I'll probably say the same thing and then just do it again. A week. <laughs> yeah, you got your boxes. I do have a ton of boxes. There you go. That's all you need. But I was. You can hop to it. Yeah, I'm feeling. I was feeling super inspired by Electronicon, so I'm like, shit. I should just get like work it, make a new track, and that's kind of what I was doing mm. today. Uh, a lot of stuff yeah. where it's like shit. I want to play. I want to make music. I want to got a pack. I have to do something for September at the end of September. Oh, there's so much. It's like, dude, should I quit my job? What am I doing <laughs> with my life? Yeah. I'm sure everybody's feeling that way, man. It's like I saw a t- post on Twitter. I don't know if it was you or Christ, but someone was like, uh, "I'm back in wherever, but my brain is still in Brooklyn." <laughs> <laughs> I think I said something like, uh, "Oh yeah, like I'm oh. still there." Yeah, I can't stop thinking about it. I really yeah. can't. You, I know, you, you can't take me there, treat me like a celebrity, and expect me to go back to work. Yeah, expect it's me been to, hard. I know Tech Honors from DDS made a joke about like I'm back home and no one's asked me for my signature. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and I like kind of feel the same way. I'm just like, I tell people about what happened that weekend. They're just like, oh, that's cool. And I'm like. I was a celebrity, like for real. Yeah, Pictures, autographs, fucking signing try to shirts. Explain it to people; they have no clue. I'm like my buddy at work, and he's like genuinely interested in hearing because he's like a really close friend of mine. He's 15 year old guy. He's from Mexico. He's mm-hmm. he's the coolest. I think I think he moved here like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, or something. Coolest motherfucker on the planet. And most genuine person ever, nicest guy. And he, I can't get get my point across, but he he's just like he wants to like it so much. 
you know, and I'm right. telling him like, you know, people know my show and I'm uh, meeting all these big people that I love all the time. And he's like, wow, you actually get to meet the, the artists that you're listening to. Cause you know, when he was growing up, you didn't really, it was like Led Zeppelin and all right, those yeah. big bands where you're really disconnected from the artist. And here I am like getting five signatures from different artists in one room. Like it's, it's insane, man. It's it's what's so great about the vaporwave community, you know. Like the artists are your friends, sort of. Yeah, it's, they can. They definitely can it's be. So crazy. I, I yeah. know. I had kind of a funny story where, like, some of my friends are like, "Oh my god, I read an article about it. That's so cool." Who are like not necessarily like in the know, but they know that I'm part of it. So they'd be like, "Oh, that's super cool. I like I read an article about it. Like, you know, now it, it makes it seem more legitimate." And then I have another friend who I was like playing a game with and I was telling Sterling all the stories. This is like the day after I got back. Yeah. Like telling him everything that happened and he had to go to bed and I switched to a different discord and I was like, Hey guys. And then they, they started asking me about stuff and I was like, ha ha. I just told this story to my friend Sterling, you know, I'm going to have to retell it. And then just one of the friends was like, that's okay. You don't have to retell it. (laughs) And I was like, Okay. (laughs) <laughs> sorry yeah you probably wouldn't get it anyway <laughs> but it's also like dude i i want to keep talking about this please i know you'll, you'll, just like, let me say it yeah <laughs> some of the stories no, we've sound heard enough of your up. vapor waves some of the sorry sto- what so sorry some of the stories sound made up because it was like mm-hmm. shit that was like what do you mean you're signing stuff fuck you no you're not yeah i'm like Tons. what i am I am, guys. People, girls from Denmark are like, oh my God, are you 3D Blast? I'm like, what is happening? (laughs) Oh, man. Well, we'll have another show we can get some more signatures from you at soon, hopefully. I know. I hope to. I guess Electronic Con 2 isn't 100% like, absolutely not, but I don't don't think so. Like I said, I already got my fame (laughs) at one. I already got my yeah. like. I already made history for myself. Uh, well, if you do, uh, if you want to do a future funk set, you could probably get on the essential set list because no. it's a three day festival in Toronto. They purposely ignored me when they asked Dan. <laughs> oh, some other people asked Dan. Yeah, they were at the tape swap. They were just Shit, like, "Oh, I... Dan, you should play." And I'm just like sitting there, like, yeah, I'm I'm pretty tight. With Dan, maybe I'll cut this part out, but uh, yeah, <laughs> also, me, you want me to message him? It's the same thing for like LA. It's not paid, so it's like uh, yeah, traveling for a loss is kind of hard. Yeah, kind of not big necessarily t- worth time. it. The the Paying future funk scene, like they don't really. I'm not really part of the future any future funk scene. Yeah, it's mainly vaporwave homies got my back. Future funk literally doesn't give a shit about me. They're critical, man. It's crazy. You know, I have I have select words, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll uh, we'll cut it back in now. Sure, that's cool. You can leave that. I don't so... even care. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, so, what were your some of your favorite favorite? So, what were some of your favorite acts at Electronicon? Well, I'm trying to think. Just about everybody I saw, you know, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Dan Mason was the first one, and it literally was just like, "This is, this is real. This is the, my 
fucking friend. I'm running his it, merch. He's killing it. He's amazing. His music's awesome. Like, I'm kind of glad he played first because it really set put me in a certain headspace for the rest yeah, of the Yeah, and I, I'm glad for him in a way because, one, it was still packed. It's not like he missed out on a crowd. It was mm. still fucking packed. Yeah. Um, but I let him just, like, hang out and be relaxed the rest of the day. You know what I mean? It's like point. if you if you saw Ryan and Skylar Spence in the green room, like fuck, yeah. <laughs> he was pacing back and forth, just like. Oh, I bet, man. Yeah, I but bet. uh, well, he he killed it though, man. So of course, one of the best performances, like as far as not just the music, but the whole character and the dancing he was doing, and uh, it was just so dope. Very much. It was. It was too. It was like too much. I was almost just like, oh, yeah. It was. Um, I, I could have watched. I could. I could. Could have re-experienced that so many times over his set just to yeah recapture different elements of it. Um. Let's see. Because I mean, who did, who else did I see? I saw. Unfortunately, didn't get to see Christ, which sucked because like. You know, me and Zobelli are homies, and we had just hung out all the night before, and it just happened to be the same time as Dan, which just, you know. That could be why I didn't hear your things. I had to, I went to see Christ. There it is. For like 15 minutes. Yeah, unfortunately, I didn't get to see that at all. I didn't get to see Dang. FM Skyline because we were packing up the merch table. Didn't get to see Frick Mesh. Frack. Which was oh, awesome. Oh, dang. That's all the people I did see. <laughs> Oh, you did see Mesh. I did see Mesh. mesh. Well, we were okay. we had we did merch with you know Mesh's merch was right next to us and yes met his wife and and his friend and they were all super cool and got to watch his set while we packed up and that was really good. I was like, whoa, especially mm. after it's like the the first Mesh show in like a decade or something. Holy shit! Yeah, something like that. Um, I didn't realize he was at it for that long. Mm-hmm. Which is weird Jesus. to me that no one has like he's pretty big like. I'm surprised he hasn't played more. He does have a family, mm-hmm. so I'm sure he doesn't want to like dip out and play these shows all the time. But yeah, I am surprised that there's no mesh tour or something. Mm-hmm. I gotta check out his old shit. All I know is, uh, you know, Dream Dreams with Sequins, mm-hmm. and uh, I think he did a comp with Telepath. Yeah, that that's what it is. I like that a lot too. Yeah, or uh, a, not a comp. Uh, collab, split. yeah, yeah, split, a splitter collab, whatever. I'm not sure. <laughs> splitter do, but uh, yeah, like he's always been one of the like you know he's always been super nice, super no, never started any beef. He's never, you know, he's been solid guy for the, as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. Seems like a dope dude. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think. So I caught all of. I'm just trying to. I'm just the ones that I do remember. Telepath. I caught all of that. And I purposely went over to the side and looked out at the skyline while he played. Oh, just for a moment to like just, take a breath. Well, and like instead of like meditate. sitting there in the mob, it was like, well, I don't. I'm gonna enjoy telepath over here, uncl like unclustered and mm-hmm. with a couple of my friends were there, and you know, yeah. we just got to listen to it. We just watching it from the distance. Oh, that's so nice, man. That sounds like a romantic time yeah it was it really does. like well i'm not gonna enjoy this like in a mosh pit come on which yeah. i know some people did which is fine if you want to be in the energy of that stuff with the crystal 
<laughs> yeah, I was right beside that guy. Nice. Uh, was it Adrian is his name? Starts with an A. Forget. I believe you. But shout out to that guy, man. That crystal's so making history. Crystal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, now people are thinking, okay, like what can I bring out for each artist that would be appropriate? <laughs> you know, like tech honors. Yeah. What do you bring out for that? It's a copy of uh, Final Fantasy 11. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I call Vapor all of that too. Nice. Which is amazing. Uh, dope and dope visuals too. So crazy, man. The sounds he comes up with. Fuck. Yeah. And I caught the beginning of DDS. And if this is the part where I was like, fuck. Because DDS played and St. Pepsi played like right in 20 minutes after they started. Mm-hmm. And I, I had just I was just backstage and I was just talking to Ryan and he was like super stoked. And we you know, there's a story there, but it was super crazy. And I was like, it was so and like inspiring what he was saying. I was like Part of me was gonna skip it because I've seen him like on his tour. And right. I was like, I've seen St. Pepsi, but I've never seen DDS. And so I was at DDS, but then I was like, St. Pepsi's my favorite artist. Like, <laughs> there's no way I can't miss it. So I went and I left. But DDS was like killing it so hard. That's the one I'm like trying to look for a VOD because I need to watch that. Yeah, I got five minutes I'm uploading soon, but yeah, a tear, <laughs> you shed a tear as you were walking away. Oh, it was I was with Nano, and I was Pepsi. like, oh, Nano, uh, Nano, Nano Shrine? Nano Shrine, yeah. Okay. I was like, I have to go downstairs. I This is the hardest decision of the night. Yeah. Um, especially after meeting Tech and James, and I kind of said, I feel real bad, but I kind of was like, I'll be there. Like, I'll be there for the set. Mm-hmm. And I just fucking couldn't, I couldn't. I couldn't not see Sam Pepsi. Yeah. Well, you got to, it's your boy, right? You got to, yeah. You got to represent your boy. And they'll, they'll all be back. You know, DDS right. ain't going nowhere. Right. I did deep dive DDS like this last week because a lot of people did. I, I know. You saw, you, know, you <laughs> may have seen that thread, me and Pan and Pads. Others. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. Uh, they were both insanely cool to meet too, Tech and James. I've known them a little bit, just like online, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and we both, I think we both made a connection because we both played Fantasy Star, and that's like the whole like New World aesthetic. And oh, perfect! You know, just like so, uh, yeah. I think James has a copy of my very first album, and he's a Sega guy too. And first thing he said to me was like, oh, "I fucking love Sonic," and we hugged, and he showed me his <laughs> shoes, and and Tech was you oh, know, super cool too. So. Shit. Not a negative thing to say. Of course. <laughs> uh, he James just commented on one of my Twitter posts. I think it was the Electronicon recap I did on the yeah. Private Suite YouTube. Check it out if you haven't seen it. Nice. Just Private Suite Mag YouTube. Search it up. Um, and I'm like, oh, what do I say back? I'm so starstruck he's talking. <laughs> like, it's, it's so... And it did. The, his post didn't even get any likes. No one even noticed. I was like, "Dude, <laughs> he's talking to me." That's directly. that's the craziest thing is mm-hmm. being backstage, yes, and being like, Fuck. "I can't believe there's no bullshit." Like, I can't believe there's no like, you can't be back here. You're not playing the main festival. It was just like I walked in there, got an all access pass, and then, boom, green room, patio outside, St. Pepsi, Tech Honors, Vapor, fucking, you know insane stupid stupidly insane 
tell me about the the, the green room a bit if you can. Sorry, yeah, for I've sure. Had some beer go Orgies. down the wrong tube. I'll Orgies. let you take the take the wheel for a moment. Here. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I said, super surreal. Like the first vaporwave festival, and I'm not even there as a fan. I mean, I am there as a fan, of course, but I'm also there as a performer and that was like holy shit i'm so lucky i'm so like you know starstruck and i'm talking to saint pepsi and mesh and dds and vapor and ton of everybody's people. back there fucking everybody's back there and i, I feel super weird because i'm like should i be back here but all the other after party dudes were back there too so i didn't feel that weird but you know yeah it's that's a natural feeling i guess yeah imposter syndrome is how frank put it yeah I, I FOMO felt, or uh, fake it till you make it. Sorry, not FOMO. yeah. But like <laughs> nobody, nobody was cold. Nobody was like, Ugh. you know what I mean? The Nintendo guy or the, the, the guy. Nintendo guy. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> you fuck. You got to cut that part out. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, yeah, that was super cool because I walked in there with Dan Mason and it was just like. Shit, mm. I really am Dan Mason's plus one, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I kept yeah, all my arm in arm. Yeah. But, you know, I got some really cool interactions. Like, I got a copy of Hit Vibes because, you know, I'm hanging oh, out back shit. here. My hit, nice. The Hit Vibes story is insane. It sounds like I made it up, but. Do it, tell. So, Hit Vibes. This answers another question I saw you had earlier. I No spoilers, but. It's the greatest vaporwave release ever. IMO. Mm-hmm. That's my feeling. It's the only one. It's the only true future funk album that ever like captured dance vaporwave. Besides his other stuff before and after. So, yeah. But I love that album. I think everything else is kind of like derivative from it. Nobody captured it quite like that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you can argue. But it's a very important album to me. It was the first one I heard that made me go, I want to be into this. And of course, Sam Pepsi is cool. And we met yeah, each other exactly. when he came to Detroit. And so I'm in the back putting some stuff away. Just either Dan's merch or my own shit headphones for later and whatever. Yeah, your bag. Yeah. And my friend's merch so I didn't have to carry it around. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think which part I have it first. So I'm in there and he's in there and he's signing like Empire Buildings <laughs> that he was selling there. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, oh, hey, cool. And then he's like, hey, you want one of these? And I was like, yeah, I fucking, you know, hell yeah. Like a fucking St. Pepsi vinyl. God damn. And uh, and then he's talking to Mesh. Mesh walks in and he brings his merch in and he's got like his shirts that are cool. And Ryan's like, hey, can I trade you a hit vibes vinyl for a shirt? And he's and Mesh is like, yeah. I'm just like, cool. And I'm like, okay, I'm too much of a fan not to ask. <laughs> Can I get in on this hit vibes? Like, yeah, I don't want to be that guy, but th- how many times gotta, are you going to get this chance? You know, exactly. And he's know, just like, absolutely. And I'm just like, you know, he's like, would you rather wow. have that than empire building? And I was like, you know, yeah, it vibes is the fucking best. And I'm like, yo, I'll pay for it, whatever. And he's like, you don't got to pay for it. I'm just like, you're the best, St. Pepsi, Ryan, you know, first name Fuck. basis. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he's like, I don't have it right now. 
uh, is getting brought in a crate um, later. So I'm like, all right, that's fine. You know? Okay. I'm not going to like hound you. I'm not going to whatever. For sure. Um, so that's why you waited till 4 a.m. <laughs> no. This, this is the cool part. So I leave. Okay. Um, and I go up to the roof and I'm just like hanging, whatever, ta- hanging with people. I, I is meet that up. what time? This, well, this is sometime during and after the St. Pepsi merch table. I don't know what yeah. time this was, but during 10. Clanton's set, I wasn't there. Oh, I was like, upstairs. Yeah, 8.30. So I'm up I'm up on the roof, and my friend, Icy, as mentioned earlier, was like, mm-hmm. you should have seen it. The same Pepsi merch opened the same time as Clanton's set. And it was like a mob, and there were signs saying, like, line starts here, and all this stuff. And uh, it was crazy. In the other room around the corner. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> it's all this crazy stuff, and it's all sold out. I'm just like, shit, did I miss it? Did I miss my hit vibes? <laughs> and I was like, damn, that sucks. You know, I'm not going to be. So he didn't tell me to get in line. God you know, damn. You know, he, you know, like I said, no harm, no foul. Why would he give a fuck, really? You know what I mean? Like, if I didn't get mine, he's not going to be like, blah blah blah. Um, Don't worry, but, man. I'll repress one for you. Sure. Like, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna be like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. No, absolutely not. No, I wasn't even offended. I was just like, ah, damn, missed my chance. Um. So then I go down mm-hmm. there, moving on, to put some stuff away again, and I didn't even really realize it, but it's like a half hour before Ryan set, and he's like pacing back and forth. And he's like, oh, my God. And like, you know, this is cool. And I'm like, you know, it's good to see that you're still passionate and you're like, you're still kind of nervous about it. You're not like, "Eh, I've done it before. I can do it. Easy peasy. Like he's he's like he said, like, no, this is different than touring. This is Electronicon. This is important. Like mannequin challenge was like my love letter that I'm not done with Vaporwave. People thought I sold out or whatever. And I'm still here. and I still give it like I still care. And it's super important. Mm-hmm. That's his new record for those who don't yeah. know. Mannequin Challenge, check it out. Super good, I love that. Um, oh, I listened to it on the bus like twice. <laughs> Fifteen hours, like I listened to a lot of music. So, and then he just goes, go "Hey, did you get hit vibes?" And I go, "No, I you know I missed out." And he goes, "Oh, good, I saved you one." Sick. And I was just like, "You motherfucker, you are the God fucking damn. king." What a guy. I wanted to get out of his hair because I could tell he was just like going in and out or whatever. But yeah, so I think mine's the only like unsigned copy. <laughs> I say oh, yeah. it's actually more con, rare yeah. because everyone else is assigned, and mine's mm-hmm. just nor- just saved, hand delivered by the man. Yeah, crazy man. Well, I'm glad you got it. Did you spin it yet? No, I have no. it on display. Are you ever right gonna now? spin it? I would. I don't necessarily. I have a vinyl player. It's not hooked up right now, but you know, a record player. Don't some make say make make sure it's calibrated properly. Do not do anything to contaminate. <laughs> and see, in terms the quality of quality of that record, in terms of physical media, I buy a lot of it because I'm a fan of it and I want to have it. Not necessarily like listen to it that way. Because I listen to music at work in the car. I don't really listen to music like in my living room. 
Yeah. Now so. I remember on Twitch one time you showed me your uh, your Mac Plus like on the wall. Oh yeah, yeah, it's up there. A couple of years ago. Yes, I do have a Photoshop vinyl. I like I said, I have a lot of cassettes and vinyls, but they're unplayed because I I just I I like the albums. I just don't care enough to be like. I need to yeah. have the audio from the vinyl. It's like you know what, Spotify. My phone is fine in the car and at work and mm-hmm. in my headphones. But you could. It's like I could play it if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I made so. a joke about that because Josh <laughs> Hexadecimal from Lost Angles made a golden copy of Pioneer, which is my first album. Yes, and, amazing uh, record. I was like, "Is it all on here?" He's like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "Fuck! I would never have known. I wouldn't have listened. I'm not going to listen to this." Yeah. <laughs> He was like, that's, he, so. he made a joke by saying that I'm his ideal customer because there's never any issues with the tape because I'll never listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I never thought about that. Yeah. Because yeah. that, that does happen. Christ told me one time he had two big problems. One time he did some dubs and they went wrong. Mm-hmm. And then dupe.com screwed up a bunch too. Like, it's a, it does happen. Yeah. yeah it ever happened to you? My tape, I, th- I think I'm, I, I, there may have been like a you, dubbing issue. I don't really print my own, but. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, it's all in Lost yeah. Angles. If there's issues, it's all Lost Angles. Or I guess at this point, uh, BizCash. BizCash. Yeah, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't think there's been issues in a bit. Mm-hmm. If there was, I think Josh got back and redubbed it or did whatever. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've had too much. I don't think I've had any scandals. <laughs> no, for sure, for sure. He'll he'll he's a he's a homie, y'all. Yeah, he got you back. Um, so what do you like? What are your hobbies outside of vaporwave? Outside of vaporwave, um, I guess in general, like I DJ, which is like not just vaporwave, but like I like a lot of house music and stuff like that. And we mix, and a friend comes over, we live mix. Um, but like not music related, like online. Yeah, we do. We do stream sometimes, but like mix, uh, mix cloud or Twitch. We, we stream live mixes on Twitch before. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I saw you used to had some stuff on Mixcloud too. Yeah. Those are super old, but I think some mm. of the, those are also on my SoundCloud. I have a few live mixes, but those are also all vaporwave and stuff or future funk. Mm. Um, but yeah, shouts out to, uh, mask, my, uh, mixing buddy. His that's his name. He he'll probably change it in a, in a year. <laughs> Does he change it a lot? Yeah, he changed it a couple times. His name is that's a dope uh, man. Anthony name. He's the homie. Sweet. Um, incredible DJ also. And um, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I play a lot of I play games. Obviously, like I'm super inspired by them as well. Like mm-hmm. in terms of like sound and stuff. So sometimes I pretend that like playing. If I find myself playing too many games, I'm not working on music or cleaning or whatever. I'm just like, nah, but this will inspire me. <laughs> <laughs> Good excuse. Good excuse. That's, like video games, a lot of people don't know how fucking good video, some video games can be. Like uh, Undertale, you ever play that? Oh, yeah. I have never beaten it, funny enough, and I keep getting shit on. Oh. But yeah, I have played I'll about, all over you right now. Eat, beat that. Yeah, beat I know. That I, I, I heard a lot about it leading up to it. And, of course, there's the whole, like, issue about is the fan base cool? And, you know, it's all it's all lame and it's all cringy. But I sucked it up and I played it. 
Um, and I was like, holy shit, this game actually rules so fucking hard. Yeah, it takes elements from so many things and combines it into a, like a perfect amalgam yeah. of beauty and originality. But just the experiences you can have, like big games, AAA games, indie games, multiplayer games, there's like fucking copious amounts of like, it's all about the little things, you, you know? You people like Equip it's and Vapor that are totally influenced by video games. Yeah. And for Baba and stuff like that, like without video games, where would they be? Mm-hmm. And you, Mr. And Sega. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Nintendo. Mr. Nintendo. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny enough, I do like I'm not exclusively No. Man. I say that I'm like the thirty two bit era. You I'm use not a Star Fox sixty four in your in your podcast yeah. intro. Yes, yes. Good luck. <laughs> mm-hmm. I use a lot of video game stuff. Um I say I take like sound like I say I say I take the Sega attitude because during the nineties the Sega had like this, you know, like <laughs> we're better than Nintendo and like we're yeah. badass and fast and Sonic is all, you know, unfuckwittable. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh Yeah. Too I do fast use... for you, too cool for school. Exactly, too cool for school. Um but uh yeah, I, I use like a lot of like Super NES and N sixty four and DS stuff. But uh a lot of Sega Mega Drive. Or Genesis, whatever country you live in. Yeah. Yeah, games are dope. It's just like so many of the things that captivate people and the things people remember most about games aren't things that you can really communicate to someone or advertise in a commercial or no. even, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, I can't even talk about it now. I've it's, like it's had hard, so hard to pinpoint on games about why I like them and I can't even like explain to people. Like I think one of my people find the most annoying is like my thoughts on Breath of the Wild. I mm-hmm. say it was the first video game I played. <laughs> and people are like, what the fuck are you talking about? What do you mean? I'm just Can like Can you explain that? I'll try. But I think as a sentence, it's like, what? But then if, if meta, like bro. in my head it makes so much sense because it is yeah. the first Can- game that I played, video game that I played where I went. Oh, I'm like just playing it. I'm not like beating it or like I don't know. It was like everything, anything, everything that it was the first game that I played that was like when they first invented video games. They were like, I want a game where you can play it. I don't know. I, for some reason, this makes sense in my head, but it's super. Uh, that's why I say it's like people are like, "What the? F- what are you talking about? Shut the fuck up." Yeah, it's, I haven't played Breath of the Wild, but I assume it's something like you can actually transport yourself there and like pretend like all of the things to do in the universe are actually part of what yeah, you're doing. Yeah, like it just made conscious. sense, and like you just really felt like the objectives weren't the game's objectives; they were my objectives. And like, yeah, so maybe that's because I don't play certain games. Like, I'm actually not even really a Zelda fan. Funny enough, oh. like. Ocarina of Time, Twilight Princess, like they're cool. I like them, I guess, but never beaten them. Don't really care. I I respect them a lot. You know, good soundtracks, cool graphics. I understand what they did, but Breath of the Wild was like so different and it really did something special. Everything about it, every design, I felt like the game was totally designed. It wasn't like, this is combat. This is how combat should work. It was like, we're going to design the combat. So when you play, it's like painting. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a great uh, allegory or analogy. Or yeah. Whatever. Crazy. I got to play that. I try. I don't have a Wii U or a Switch, but I tried to emulate it on my PC. It's a good emulator, yeah. I got it working pretty good, but uh, then I made some hacks, like some tweaks to it to make it run better, and I fucked it up oh, so yeah. bad. Sometimes emulators and graphics card don't get along. Especially this this one is like so complex. Cemu, C E M U. Yeah. Think. Um, not that I'm condoning anything like this, but uh, I can't get it back to the original way I had it when it did work. Damn. So I don't know. I gotta keep trying. I'm too busy to spend a day to do it maybe i'll just buy a fucking switch like honestly <laughs> it's pretty smash sick. it up yeah yeah games are great man yes and i'm trying to wish think. i had time to play more of them i know I, I i ended up getting like i'm pretty i used to be a oh that game's coming out like i'll get it and play it but now i'm like yeah, oh my god that game's coming out and i i can't get it yeah you know, borderlands 3 is coming out like next week and i'm like I'm not gonna get it. That kind of sucks. Damn. Not yet, at least. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wait till there's a sale, maybe. Just yeah. It's just the time and whatever. If you really, if you want to play it, you really want to play, play it. Play it. Right. Put you your mind wanna... into it. Because I have a friend who's like he he's in the same games. He's playing Warcraft. He's playing Monster Hunter. And he's playing uh, Borderlands. And he's they all come. They all just came out like literally this week. It's wow and then monster hunter just came out and then borderlands is next week and he's like i gotta rush through wow i gotta rush through monster hunter i gotta rush through borderlands and i'm like that rush doesn't sound fun like through? yeah like are I, you I, speaking english yeah what rush, is he talking about just like what you don't want to play that game you you, you just have to want to beat it just fucking watch a let's play i know i'm just like that's not that's not what i'm trying to do i'm not trying just to like check it off a list <laughs> yeah Although there are a lot of games on my list. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, I mean like But yeah, I'm I'm checking them off my list as I play them, but I'm not a tell like it's not the end all be all like be all, yeah, it's all like, whatever the fuck this. Got a it's like a cleaning list. Yeah. Chores list. So yeah, I'm trying to think of other yeah. hobbies now that we've I don't know, anime. You, you like to read? <laughs> no. No, no, fuck, <laughs> fuck reading. <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, yeah, I couldn't like. I, I find myself reading like stuff online. I'm not like I said. I don't know if this sounds smart or really stupid, but it's just like, <laughs> does that count? Like, I do read a lot, but it's like it fucking does. ask reddits and am I the asshole type shit? You know? Oh, uh, yeah. You're not like exploring new words and yeah. And- like sentence structure and no i'm not trying to learn how to read but i am reading or like learn how to write i guess but are you perfecting your craft i don't give a shit about books straight up i think it's way more fun reading will take you i'm not against reading yeah but fuck if i've read anything like that (laughs) i used to read like manga and stuff but yeah i think if i'm not pictures help doing something then i'm in bed like <laughs> yeah, i, can't I fall read asleep a, when i read actually yeah, i can't read a book while i like go to sleep i lay down so and i pop on an episode of the latest nime short for yeah. anime yeah <laughs> nimes good old nimes apostrophe n-i-m-e mm-hmm. and then you just pass out to it you know yeah it's like i ain't got no time to read 
I know. Plus, I, I need to, what, I you want though. me to get a lamp in my room? Fucking, that's desk space little, I don't have. Little reading light? Yeah, what are you, what are you, fucking a child? <laughs> what the fuck? My DS well, you got is time a to read or something? <laughs> the yeah. last the last book I read was the Phoenix Wright games on DS. <laughs> nice. Touche. Great games, by the way. Incredible. Fucking yeah. really good games. Really fucking good. Like, does that count? You, like those are it's a visual novel. That's a that's a we'll have to ask Twitter on this one. Yeah. Let us know, guys. <laughs> Fuck reading. Um so let's talk about your music a bit. Like, no, let's blast. talk about books. <laughs> <laughs> what if I was yeah. like, I'm actually an aspiring writer? I'd, a, I'd, I'm down, you know. Be a twist. T- pitch me your book. Well, like you know, like I'll read, <laughs> like I said, I'll read a manga, like I'll read an article. <laughs> yeah, same man. I think more people don't read nowadays than ever. Right. So, and there, yeah. I, I see no yeah. societal change. Our president. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's oh, that's a great question. Actually, is that impacting society at all? I don't it's know. It's gotta. I definitely feel like uh, uh, dialogue-wise or vocabulary-wise, like that's why everyone going says like, "Yo, this shit's hella good" because like these words just exist on Twitter, <laughs> and they don't mm-hmm. they, people don't actually see them. But mm-hmm. you know, then again, it's like, what's the difference? If you say like, I remember. Go ahead. Good? I would say if you say like. This thing is very, I don't know, use some big word. Is it any different than just saying this shit's hella good? Like, it mean the same shit. shit. You only sound yeah. smart to the people who know the word. Doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah shit and fuck have certainly increased. I think so, yeah. In I noticed vocabularies. that. In, like, you go shows. back and watch videos from the 60s and stuff and 70s and there's interviews of people on the street. It's like, dude. These people are attractive. How do they speak so well? I know. <laughs> Swearing is cool. Yeah, I think it's time to give up on saying it's bad. Yeah. Anyways. Shit. <laughs> so, just to take it back to your music a little bit, where does your musical interest start to take shape looking back? How did you get into music for the first time? When did you first realize, hey, you know what? I like music. Music and in general. In general, yes, not not just vaporwave. Huh. Um, I think I had I had like music classes when I was little in school, and uh, I remember getting we had to like play with xylophones. They weren't like band or anything. This was just like music in quote. You know what I mean? Like there was singing, and this is like elementary school, so yeah, clapping, of, yeah, stuff like that. And uh, I remember getting like these like little xylophone things and being like, "What? Instead of playing what we were supposed to play, what if I like, I don't know, played other things? Honestly, it was just like, what if I did my cool. own thing? I I specifically remember that, and I still remember the melody that I came up with. It's not no good. Like it's not like <laughs> it's just like really simple. But I I still remember it." And probably even before that, my dad's pretty musical. You know, Mr. Kick open the door and start singing. Nice. That's that's, probably from that. That's super cool. So have you ever made a song out of that melody? Yeah, that was so, that was like, you know, 2006. I'm in sixth grade, FL Studio demo. Yeah. That is like (laughs) non-listenable. Probably on Newgrounds. (laughs) Yeah. Great site. Great site, yeah talk about that later maybe 
sure. Um, so your dad, and then, so I guess you, when you, f- did you first buy like a CD or did you download from Napster or what? Um, let's see. Probably a lot of computer stuff. My brother is a huge influence too. My brother, Tom, who I live with, he, uh, is a bit older. So he's, he was into like the cool stuff, you know? So he was into, you know, I'm trying to think like all the electronic music came from him. One of our first CDs was like, uh, Daft Punk, all the Daft Punk albums. So, oh, sick. Yeah, that's probably his doing. He was into mm-hmm. Daft Punk. So, we had the homework. Sounds like and, a cool guy. Yeah. And Discovery and Human yeah. After All pretty early on. And from that, oh. got into like. And you, you were 11. Yeah, I must have been really young. Wow. It was a very good th- place to start, I think. I mean, mm-hmm. I fucking love Daft Punk, is like I said, like another top top artist for sure for me cool uh, i'm trying to think yeah i got into electronic music pretty young i think we listened to hardcore stuff like happy hardcore of course uh i'm like i have this like really rare hour-long mix that was all just like jump style and stuff and i like still listen to it. i could like sing you the entire mix like i know every transition Oh, cool. That's very good. By a DJ named Double Maybe send me that. Yeah. I think I have it on my computer. If not, it's on my phone. Sick. Uh, DJ Double Stacks. Double Stacks. Yeah, Gem Style was great. I used to do the dances. Yep. It was insane. Maybe it came from like... Early YouTube days. Like my my mom and family grew up on like... There's like a campground near me. And, like, it was kind of, like, property owned by the city, like, an hour away. And, like, it was kind of, like, a trailer. It wasn't a trailer park. People didn't live there, but it was, like, part. you would park, like, trailers there. And there was, like, a beach and camping stuff and a pool. And they used to have, like, these dances. Mm. And they were it's play. community they, center, sort of. Yeah. Um, And they would play, a lot, you know, at the time it was, like, what, Cascada, like, every time we touch. And, like, hamster dance and, you know, dancey music that was, like, dance line dance kind of like basic as shit but i just remember liking the electronic stuff not the line dancing <laughs> well like you know like time warp <laughs> let's do the time warp again i don't know if you know that that's time from uh, rocky warp. horror picture show I'll, let me check it out that was a song that would play and you'd all like line up and make like an arch and you'd run through it and stuff right 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 i feel like maybe some stuff came from that just electronic music loud and live was sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sweet, man. <laughs> and then when did you say, you know what? I want to make electronic music too. Like I said, that I always wanted to from that early class. That xylophone. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. And I had a friend. <laughs> Can you hum us the melody? <laughs> oh, God. That's like. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I had a friend down the street who uh came over and he was a bit older than me he was friends with my brother and he was like i'm into this thing called fl studio and i'm like yo and he like installed it and showed me stuff and i literally just from that day self-taught never never changed programs so was that like a 2006 was that an epiphany moment for you because you know how we have those sort of as we grow up i certainly had a few when, when i discovered premiere Mm-hmm. That I could make videos in Premiere, I fucking went off making Nightmare Before Christmas, Coheed and Cambria <laughs> music videos, and all this shit. Like having so much fun with it. So, did, was that 
like an epiphany for you. You were like, dude, I can actually produce. Well, I loved electronic music. And, I, and then I'm just like, oh, I can. Here's a sequencer. And like, here we go. Um, I don't know if I'd say like an epiphany because I don't know if like, I feel like it was just always. It's what I wanted to do. It wasn't like I realized I could do it. It was like, I know I'm going to do this. And now mm-hmm. I can. Now I'm really excited to do it. So you're just waiting. I was like, yes, here we go. the time yeah. tick, and you, and you knew that the tool would be handed to you one day. Yeah, honestly, in a <laughs> weird way, like, oh, yeah. finally, it's here. All right, all right. So, how did you learn how to do more after your friend showed you that in those initial um, few things? It was pretty rough for a long time, um, and then you know, YouTube and listening to. Like I said, Newgrounds did have a part listening to people who are also using that program and being like, oh, like other, there's other ways to do it. And, nice. so, and, and, and was that part of your motivation to continue learning to get better? Yeah. I mean, I still do that. Like I still, I still know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> like, Dude, and, well, I just want to say quickly, if you don't know Randy's work, 3D Blast, definitely check it out. Check him out on Twitch, on Twitter, everything, because your production is next level. Like, <laughs> thanks, honestly, that means me a lot. Because seriously, dude, like it's so good. Because I don't know how you. Sorry, I keep interrupting no, you. Good. Like you have so many layers; they're all like stacked in together, and they're so thick. All the sounds, and I always wonder, like, dude, how does he? combined so many freaking sounds and managed to find like the perfect pocket in the mix for each one. I'm just like blown away all the time. Personally, I would say I don't and that there's a lot of terrible sounding songs, but you know, I guess it's up to the listeners to decide that there's a lot of songs. Yeah. There's a lot of that. (laughs) There's a lot. There's, there's, you know, some, some do it more than others. Yeah, um, but like it's said, up there, man. I'm still, I'm still learning, and I, like albums and stuff are kind of like just moments of like, I like just of like, all right, here we go. We've like done something cohesive here, um, and like I've never stopped. I've never, I've never been like, oh, I've nailed it, because I'm still going. Like mm-hmm. I'm learning new stuff. I get new VSTs and new techniques and stuff every. Every like and usually I can you can tell because I can like I like, use it in the song and then like that's like the song basically <laughs> built like, around that yeah. new um, discovery or something yeah yeah that's cool um yeah I mean, always growing always learning I do have like the the signatures though you know like I I definitely have yeah I guess I don't know if this is like weirdly like braggy or whatever but I do have a oddly a signature style that I think is recognized and people are like. Oh, and some people are like, oh, I can tell it's you because it's fucking stupid. And there's all these dumb sound effects. <laughs> people hate it. Some people think it's just like a big meme. And I'm like, no, I fucking love how, how funny and goofy that is. That's crazy because, like I said, there's a lot of work and time into the production. So if it was a meme, it wouldn't be. No, yeah, like, like I don't. It'd be shallow, right? I made that like tumble wave track, the Pass the Whiskey. Tumble wave, yes. Yeah, shuts out. Which, like, my version, of course, is like shuts hyperactive, out. you know, kind of like almost trappy, like drop bass music style. But, mm. uh, like, someone was like, it sounds like you just looked up Old West sound effects and then put them in here. And I'm like, 
well, yeah, like <laughs> kind of. That's the that's like a, like it revolves around that, right? Like the country sort of. Yeah, if you don't know what tumblewave is, it's it's basically west country western vaporwave. And I'm not yeah, gonna say we check in, out. we didn't invent that check necessarily, but we did coin the term. I will say mm-hmm. I will I will take credit for that and be proud of it. Mm-hmm. We need more tumblewave in this bitch, <laughs> yo. Seriously. I actually love seeing Tumbleweave. People are like, you know, Ooh, here's a Tumbleweave album coming out on the label. And I'm just like, man, I can't believe we said that as a joke so long mm-hmm. ago. And now it's like just a thing. It, it happens. Vaporwave 2 is a thing. Yep, it's true. <laughs> I, Dan made, Dan's it, got his genre. I got mine. Yeah. I don't really make Tumbleweave, but we definitely, definitely started it. Yeah. 3D Blast next album. Fifth album. Fifth Tumbleweave album? album? Is it fifth? I'm trying to think. Or sixth? Fifth, so. Well, it depends on if you count some of the EPs. Right, For, like Promise no, that World was EP? That was pretty hot. Yeah, pretty that hot was a big one. EP. Oh, pretty hot, sorry. Yeah. Yes. And then, like, uh, what's the other one that sucks that people like? It's not Pioneer. <sighs> After School Punks. If you've exactly. Oh yeah. yeah, I saw that on when I was doing my research. That's yeah, it's got a different aesthetic altogether. Right? Yeah, basically, be like, be real honest with what what that releases after one of my albums. I think it was Die You Hero. I don't remember when that came out. Honestly, uh, I got hit up by a label that was like, "Do you want to make something for us?" And I was like, "Yes." And I really should have said no. And they like got me back to me and were like, hey, you still making stuff? And I was like, so I like kind of like made five tracks. And then I did like low, like kind of late night lo-fi-y. And like I didn't really produce a ton of it. And then mm-hmm. I got like six people to make the rest of the album. <laughs> That's why yeah, it's like I saw Unknown Caller and Imco yeah, like, there. Man, yeah. So that honestly, like, guys, was, that was just to be like, just like I know, need a hand. Doctor Dre said, "Get this damn label off." That was kind of that. <laughs> Not that I, I, you know, that's why that album is like weird. Mm-hmm. Just like you know, like it if you like it. Uh, I'm not gonna say that's it's something. I'm yeah. super looking, you know. Well, it makes sense. Yeah, some of the stuff is cool. It's got some cool loops and like stuff. I don't like hate it or anything, but yeah, it's all good. But yeah, Tumblewave, we need more of that. That's where it's at. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, where, where were we talking about? Yeah, I don't know. I'm, just, I'm really just trying to remember. Um, Tumblewave. Uh, my, before that. Uh, tr- my signature style. Oh, yeah. No, you do have a style about it. And that, that's what's interesting is because you have a lot of different styles, but there's something about it. Like, And I would say it's not the funny sounds here and there it's like a gimmick or something it's more like my sterling calls the it layers the man drink. he says your trinkets your trinkets my trinkets yeah, which are your little doodads they're drops and sound effects where you know breaks in the song where i sample a lot of video game sound effects or voice samples or other songs or little mashups or I use, you know, I, ha- I have a ton of sound effects from video games that I'll use as drums, like just like someone walking. I'll use as like a little hi hat instead of an actual hi hat. You know, like I use a lot oh, of cool hit sounds as snares and stuff from like a 
like Chrono Trigger or something. Basically, I have a lot of gen- like a lot of games. I have like Genesis. I have you know right, Star Heroes. Right. I'll have Mr. Castlevania DS games. I'll have rhythm. I use a lot of Rhythm Heaven stuff because it's already like mm-hmm. rhythmed out. Did you, that speaking of that, okay, because all those video game samples always remind me of like DDR sort of. You ever yeah. play DDR? Yeah, I'm I'm very aware of DDR. Yeah, nice. I, ha- I, I just love the sort of that that aesthetic. Like, um, I'm recording a new intro for the. Actually, you may have heard the new intro for this episode. We'll see. What <laughs> if not? It'll be the next one. But sorry to interrupt. Just the, all those the DDR sound effects, like the menu options and the the voices, like the girl talking and yeah, that that's the, the stuff. I, I will download entire resources of menu buttons. Mm-hmm. Like I have all of Kingdom Hearts, so it's like fit fit fit. Like oh, I have nice. all those sound effects. Yeah. Um, one of my most popular tracks at this point, "Stop Reading and Start the Game," um, is just something that is said in the Sonic Adventure menu for like your options menu. Oh, sick! Like you can change. Yeah, that that was on the I, new record. Yeah. Right? Ico, Icon Ico. We call it. I, I we jokingly call it Ico Bit. Ico bit, but I- iconic <laughs> bitch, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, how did the name for that come up? Yeah, see, iconic bitch name is is quite a story, I guess. Maybe not, but uh, so I did like my pod, you know, my podcast or whatever, three D cast for a bit, and I can hope to continue it. Um, someone listened to it, and they said they liked it, and they said that they also liked my iconic bitch. Which me and my friend Alex started kind of riffing on, like, what the hell do you mean by that? Yeah. And then he, my friend started saying, like, you know, Randy's the iconic bitch. <laughs> and I guess it, it meant just the way I said bitch. Like, I would be like, fuck that guy, that bitch. I, I, don't, I don't even know. I couldn't even replicate it. Mm-hmm. I guess he thought the way I said it in every episode, I guess I say it a lot. Whatever. Um <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but uh, I guess I say it the same every time or like in a certain tone. And I guess it was to him, it was noticeable and it was yeah, iconic. Thinking about it, it is. It was, it was, oh, that's I get it. Iconic bitch. You're iconic bitch. Yeah. The, the way you say the word bitch is iconic, iconic, I guess. That's that's what he I said. See. And so we thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. Um. I can't and, believe you named your record that. And I thought it was, I thought it would be really cool because I loved it, and it kind of took on a new meaning in the context mm-hmm. of like the album and what it meant. But um, you know, that's, which is uh, basically the iconic bitch is essentially. Um, so, like the cover of the album is like this skeleton lifting up, yeah. like a little egg that ha- from the egg is like a little bear with like a crown on. And it's supposed to be like the iconic bitch is this well-known, like it's a, it's like something you recognize as basically a negative. And in the case of the album, like let's say ego or like, you know, full yourself ish. But then it's like, you recognize it enough to where you basically work with it. So that's why it's like lifting the dude up who's I guess supposed to be like some form of me or like an artist saying like, if you have ego, 
instead of being instead of looking down on people, you basically use it to like give yourself self worth and confidence instead of uh like punching down i guess and being like i'm better than you it's more like uh fuel to shoot higher i guess if you can be aware of it you can stop being a dick with it and you can like almost control it like it's some power (laughs) it's the iconic bitch it's this like negative that has become your like bread and butter almost that you can essentially just work with it and use it for your advantage instead Damn, that's like a deep Carl Jung <laughs> philosophy going on there, bro. Well, because like you I should do some lectures. When I made the album, <laughs> it was like, you know, I'm friends with Dan Mason. I watched this guy blow up and like, I'm just kind of like, I'm sick of, you know, kind of living in this stupid shadow. Like, I think I should make waves a little bit harder. I want to make waves. But I'm also not going to be like a dick about it. I don't necessarily think I deserve it. I'm not asking for it, but I just want I just want to let myself know that I'm trying to make waves in a way. Yeah. No unintended. Mm-hmm. So, I read you. Yeah. Well, Dan, the sound of Dan Mason is hard to compete with. Let's just be honest. People love that. People, I mean, like, it's like a new retro waves sound almost, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not like saying like. Dan Mason sucks. I can't believe he's popular. That's that's the bad part. That's where <laughs> ego's bad. Oh. That's the jealousy. That's the bad stuff. Oh, for sure. Exactly. So it's like saying like Dan Mason's an incredible artist. You have to get to his level. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what Tumble Wave. Tumble Wave. You have to make that's Tumble Wave if you want to compete with Dan Mason. <laughs> um uh sorry um for interrupting you though. You were uh, talking about stop reading and start the game. Featuring Dan Mason. Funny enough, no, I think we I think we finished that. It was just the yeah manual sound effect. Eggman saying "Stop reading and start the game." Yeah, which I then. Well, you took. do have a great sound, man. I really love it. Thank you. Um, it's I was you're probably one of the first people I discovered in Vaporwave. Interesting. Uh, like not really, but when I started saying like understanding what Vaporwave was. And what people were doing, and how it was a scene and community, and mm-hmm. there were tapes, uh, like t- late 2016, sorta. I think you had Pioneer out. 2016 that was it. maybe would have been Die Hero. Promise World was out. 2016. Yeah, yeah, Die Hero. Die Hero. I, that was the f- second record I got. I think. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, I love your shit. It's good. It's iconic. It is, bitch. It's kind of like. Like I said, I've I've played with that thought of like the the quote the ego or whatever because I came like when I first started the scene there's a lot of like bullshit about people doing it for the wrong reasons and labels mm-hmm. making it more about themselves and the artist they put out and who has the biggest ego and you know blah blah yeah. blah and I kind of like par- I parody it a bit uh, especially Die Hero was basically like a a remake of the scene. <laughs> like story mm. storyline wise story interesting because yeah i've heard that record a few times can we dig into that a yeah. bit more i got story literally all my albums have like some story or some context sick um uh, that was one of my questions i can start from the beginning if you really want to from pioneer, pioneer. yeah I well i guess we should because we're we didn't get into 
really how you wanted to make Vaporwave after you started making your own yeah. music. So was 3D Blast your first Vaporwave project? Yeah, that was the name change was purposely to be Vaporwave. Okay. Um, I listened to a podcast like, called... We're making a record. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I listened to, I listened to a podcast called Gaming Cult Podcast. Okay. Uh, they're an Australian group, and they're semi-related to the group Mega64, if you're aware of that. Yes. Um, then they mentioned it, and one of the guys was like, oh, I liked it. And then they were like, oh, we have another show called Genre Cult, which is like a sister show hosted on like their same channel, where the like friends of the host would basically dive into these micro-genres. So there was some stuff on like soup like i don't even know what squee is skw and then three e's like really niche stuff that's like like just no one listens to this shit but it exists you know and uh they they, they did one on vaporwave and at the time in 2013 14 uh you know it wasn't not nearly as big as it was now and i listened to it and was like hey this is really cool i really like the way this sounds and I've also always been into sampling, like MF Doom and like Dr. Dre and uh, Jay Dilla, obviously, like new genres and stuff. And oh, yeah. it, it just kind of was like the perfect storm where I was like, uh, I heard they played uh, the two tracks I remember were, uh, the, I think the beginning track from uh, Kodak Cameo's Riviera or Rivera. Riv- <laughs> I always forget where the eyes are in that title. Riveria, Riveria. <laughs> I have major Riveria. Um, <laughs> uh, they played a, a no, maybe it wasn't. It was Casino Speedway. Is that a song on that album? <laughs> I think so. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Um, it's Casino something. I forget. It's been a while. I should re-listen. I love that album. That was all like late night lo-fi and stuff. And then they played Fantasy off Hit Vibes, and. I like to DJ stuff and I always like electronic music and I like sample based stuff. And so I heard fantasy and was like, yo, like I could play that at a club. I can play that. on like my speakers and you know, that sounds cool. And people would dance. Like people wouldn't even know what it was, but people, you know, it's, it's hopping, it's bumping. So I made, yeah. And the first EP being pioneer one. Pioneer zero zero one, which was a uh, reference to the ship from Fancy Star. Nice Pioneer, uh, which is weird though because mm-hmm. some of my earlier influences weren't necessarily Future Funk. Like, there's a lot of telepath and stuff. Like, some of it's chopped and screwed. Some of it's echo jammy. Like, I had a lot of Macintosh Plus and a lot of those influences. Like, I didn't I didn't go right to dance music necessarily even though i wanted to end up there but uh pioneer is basically called that because the ships from fantasy star are like discovering the new world you know like they're there to like discover this new planet and then something goes wrong and all blah 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 but Mm -hmm. uh i made the ep series that was pioneer one pioneer two and then pioneer three and then i put all three of them together and made just pioneer Okay. So that was me. And it was also a double meaning because not obviously the word pioneer is like, you know, someone who discovers something. So that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Pretty fresh. And uh, lucky enough for that album to seemingly catch a few eyes. 
most notably like Vito from DMT who released it first digitally. Uh, Nano, that first introduction to Nano was through a compilation. My homie Fancy Deluxe, like we made some of that stuff together. And like Scott Michael from Elanthus Recordings, which is like a really old classic label that released like early Luxury Elite in like 2814. Mm-hmm. Like it's a very important label that I think people feel For like sure. kind of got swept under the rug a little re- most recently, but yeah. Um, so I was lucky enough that people really liked it. Um, you know, it was classic style, and I was lucky to all of a sudden be on like the essential list. Like I had a running gag for a while that it was just like, oh, if you ain't essential status, don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> like if you're not on this list some random dude on reddit's list and don't talk to me it was kind of a joke it <laughs> definitely was a joke yeah um so then there's that and then i got into like you know future funk stuff young bay macross um and i made promise girl which was basically using a i don't know if you know what a blake snyder beat sheet is no that is like a movie like Movies always start with like the opening scene, then the rising action, then the B plot gets introduced in this time. Then oh, okay. act two, like yes. it's like basically story structure. Story, it's like simple story Shit. structure, and a lot of movies follow it. Like you can basically be like, "All right, here's the low point." Then that means there's about to be the climax after this moment, and basically every movie. I remember studying it. that in school. Yeah, exciting yeah, so incident. I. Yeah, exactly. It looks, looks yeah. kind of like um, what's that thing? Square root symbol, uh, square root of, you know that symbol. It's like a I line. Know, I know what it is. Fuck yeah. it. Please continue. Oh yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, like just the yeah the energy of the film follows that kind of. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Um, but yeah, the Blake Snyder beat sheet was so that's that that whole album is actually set to that like to a T that it's supposed to be Sick. quote a I call it the anime love story because like yeah every song is. If you laid out that album to the beat sheet, it would follow it like to a T where there's like the part where like there's like the really fun part and there's like the down part and there's like the climax and there's like the denouement and like uh, there's the opening scene, the inciting incident. Then there's like at literally like, you know, beginning of act two, there's like the introduction of the B plot, like using the songs and names and titles and tone of songs to kind of mm-hmm. get this point across. Yeah, uh, I love that record, man. Thanks. Might be my favorite one of yours. Really? Yeah. From his girl. Well, I love the the aesthetic, <laughs> the anime stuff. Yeah, I love that stuff. And then you know, seeing that, and I never actually got the tape for it, but um, you know, that's what I love about listening to music on Bandcamp. Sort of, is you look at the aesthetic while you're listening. Mm-hmm. You don't always do that if you just download it or whatever, right? So that was a big thing. For me, especially because I had just discovered the genre. Um, yeah, great, great tape, man. Cool, great record. Uh, and then I, I wanted to like return to form after that. Yes. Um, and that's why I started working on Die Hero. Kind of like go, but like, kind of what I learned from Promise Girl, like electronic music wise, and then go back to like some of the vapor wavy stuff, less future funk, less anime. Mm-hmm. And uh, I finished that album, and it was kind of like a. Like a, what I was seeing in the scene at the time, what I like to dub <laughs> the vaporwave faction war. Like I said, I act like it's some war stories <laughs> and shit. Literally, like <laughs> you've been around for I've him. Been, you've yeah. participated. 
or you've been involved. I have like all the all these thoughts about like waves of artists and you know who's in what wave and wave one two three and 2015 was like the dawn of like this like rebellion and these different ideas and you know wave I wish two. there was like a a history timeline of it I know that you could go and well, see the, what albums came out when and what Reddit posts came out mm-hmm. accordingly and all that. What kind of sucks though is that if you like start like documenting some of the disagreements and some of the like notable things like you might a ruffle off. a few feathers by saying like this thing happened there and it totally ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, some people might yeah. disagree, but 2015 That's why it doesn't exist. Was like the, the year 2015, like DMT tapes started to fall. Like DMT tapes got into some trouble. Totally mm-hmm. not their fault. No, um, no. it's uh, a shame, really. Yeah, that was a pretty. If you know what I'm talking about, that was like disgustingly, yeah, disgustingly yeah. annoying. Because especially if you know Vito. Um, yeah. then 2016 saw like the rise of hard vapor and like all of this. <laughs> so hard the, vapor. there were a lot of clicks forming and then within the clicks, there'd be disagreements and new clicks would form and, you know, people would pick signs and, you know, the top vaporwave artists were all pissed at each other and they had their fans and other smaller ones who wanted to get on their good side by kind of quote fighting for them. And I, I, I kind of like, you know, put that, this... like the, that's that's around the time when people were saying, "Okay, vaporwave's dead." Yeah, right? because it was like weirdly yeah. like just a lot of people were just not like high school all over again. Weirdly, but uh, you know, it, it was kind of from like one guy, honestly, who who yeah. weirdly enough, like maybe some of those people are working together now, and it's just like, God, you guys, I hate you guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> secretly like it was it was just like they all wanted their own clout and now they realize they can get it by working together and it's like man none of your relationships are real you know you guys are all just bullshit mm-hmm. that's like where the ego stuff comes in again oh for sure um well it's uh it's not a surprise like the scene is getting bigger it's cleaned up i think recently it is cleaned up a lot lately it's like it's what i'm trying to say is it's had its growing pains yeah for sure maybe i think it's very important to be aware that those exist and not a lot of people wrote it off right then and there and i was like no Mm -hmm. no you have to get through it you kind of have like in my eyes you have to fight i think for what you believe in and i think it i think there was a victor (laughs) and i think (laughs) the scene is way better off and it's really nice and i think electronic con couldn't have happened in the 2015 16 world yeah but it it no, does now. definitely well thanks for your contribution to that because i know you've <laughs> been a you've been a part of at least um raising awareness and you know calling bullshit yeah uh, I'm not, maybe not no, too no, recently a couple yeah, of years too, like ago, i said but, too recently it's been like nice like i feel like mm-hmm. if it is beef it's usually like oh i don't have anything to do with this like i could just not say anything and honestly it'll, it'll be fine mm-hmm. but i put that I kind of play like a character, like I said, like the he- ego thing. And that's why Die Hero is all, like almost all the tracks are about being better. Like it's like the leader, the master, King Street. Like it's all just people who are above you, pierce the heaven. Like like I said, like not, not a lot of people caught that, I don't think. But And then there's a track just called Sculpture Apocalypse, which is like, quote, like the end where like everyone just was like, fuck this and fuck you and I'm out and... Some people left Vaporwave and some people came back and 
you know, there's references to like a lot of this. This makes so much sense now that I'm reading it. Yeah. The song names. I want to be a champion. I want to be alone. Yeah, exactly. It's like the two mentalities. Yep. <laughs> Uh, sculpture apocalypse happened and then right after that song there's rescue protect attack because you got to pick up the pieces and then yeah. the character who's egocentric at the end it just goes on a power trip that's kind of why that's that, but, cool man uh we need more we need like concept albums and more shit yeah, like that i think so too i think instead of just themes yeah um yeah the scene was wild back then I couldn't even yeah. tell you why I started a podcast. It's super weird. Honestly, I look back and I'm just like, why? Why did I even? It was like I was like two years into it. Like, why did I give a fuck? Why did I think I could hand, like talk to people about it when they know so much more than me? <laughs> well, uh, I like I don't make music really. Well, I don't know yeah, very much. But... I I'm learning most of the stuff I learn about people happens when I interview them. That's not when true. I That's how I felt them, right? too. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, great, great tangent. Another great tangent yeah. there. <laughs> Perfect. That Let is. We find another. That is the pod. Another question here. I think we covered your musical background pretty good, mm-hmm. and how you got into vaporwave. How you wanted to make it. Let's talk about. Promise World. We haven't given that one oh, yeah. much time. Perfect. That's where we exactly left off anyways. <laughs> yeah. Anything in particular? Uh, well, I think you started to refine your sound with that record. That is, I think, where the quote, like, trinket style or I like there's a lot yeah. of different names <laughs> because like, no, you know, no one, no one really has asked for any of these. These are just like what I call it in my head or like with like, uh, Josh Hexadecimal and Sterling, aka Encarta, we have a group chat that's just us three. We've had since the first time they were on 3D Cast, or no, oh, since cool. they printed uh, Pioneer when they were still working together. Mm-hmm. And we have—I've probably used it every day, and we have never not used it. We've been like the best of buds for like five years. Oh, damn, and that is cool. It's called. Uh, <laughs> Right now, it's called it's called we call it uh, Oceans Four Twenty. Yeah, because it used to just be like our names, but ever since the one moment where we tried, you know who ID Thief is or Identity Thief? Do you remember that at all? I recognize that. Yeah, we tried to figure out who Identity Thief was, and we were jokingly uh-huh. said it was like the biggest heist in vaporwave, and we said it was Ocean Twenty. <laughs> so O Four Twenty right now is what we call it. Most uh, exclusive uh, group chat, but uh, yes, sir. Basically, it's the brain trust. It's like what what I know, they know, and what they know, I know. So if you're like trying to tell secrets to one of them, we're all gonna know. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, that's what like I call like trinket style and stuff, where it's just like I talk about it in there, and it's like, or I call it like Mega Drive, but like not in the Genesis way, like Mega and then Drive, like driving force, but it's. Genesis reference and the trinket style and the ooh that's deep yeah uh, <laughs> I think Josh calls it like hyperactive vapor like hyper hyper dance vaporwave or something like that mm. I'll have to I gotta hang out with that guy soon I'll ask him jo- yeah Josh is the G. I haven't heard that oh yeah for sure 
just met him for the first time in person, which is you know an incredible incredible moment. Oh, I bet, yeah. man. You guys been talking for five years. You same, said, yeah, right? same with like Dan, like everybody. These people I've worked with and just just met for the first time. I can't even imagine because I had this, I had an incredible feelings and emotions meeting those people, but five years worth, mm-hmm. and you guys have worked together. Like you did the Encarta ninety five, or sorry, the Strudel Soft remix for CBC. Yeah, like that was and, so sick. Yeah, uh, for people who don't know, um, Strudel Soft. We mentioned this a bit on his interview, but he does a floppy wave label. A fl- floppy floppy label. wave. There we go. <laughs> Basically, and uh, in Canada we have a news. It's kind of like CNN. We call it CBC, and Encarta ninety five was interviewed about floppy weight floppy discs <laughs> and his strudel soft label and uh randy was so kind to offer his help with remixing the theme song for that As show on cbc yeah. so I, happens, I do want to yeah. give credit to hex josh worked on that too with me we basically were in a call together and we bounced oh, stuff yeah? off yeah um well there you go they, and now you guys meet oh, it's yeah crazy. well they asked him to, they asked sterling to do it but he was like i just moved all my stuff is packed up and so they were like, we need it in a day. It was really crazy how fast they were like. <laughs> and then so I That's got on TV, with Josh and spent the night just fucking working on it. And that was super Vaporizing. sick to hear that played. I was like, what is this? Yeah, that's so cool. So damn cool, man. Very cool. And then, yeah, you met. It's a shame uh, Sterling couldn't come. I know. That was, was probably the worst. Like, about that. That's the worst part uh, in the world. I feel like there are, like, I hope I'm not forgetting anybody, but there are, like, a few people who it's like, this was almost perfect, and it was, like, Vito, Sterling, and, like, that's it for me. Like, in terms of people who are, like, very important to my growth. Yeah, so you had already met Fantasy Deluxe? Fantasy Deluxe lived two blocks away from me. We were friends. Uh. Um, We weirdly... uh, you know what the app Yik Yak is? I yeah it's, yeah. We just kind of both started posting like vaporwave things on Yik Yak separately, <laughs> and then realized that we were both doing it, and then later realized it was both us. So we both discovered it separately, and then. Wait, both, but you're already friends. Or yeah, we're already friends. He's, he's friends with my brother, though. so I didn't I didn't quite know him, but like okay. I knew him. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Um, but then that happened and we were just like, wait, what the fuck? That's you? And then we we worked on a ton of stuff together, obviously. Yeah. And I'm trying to th- I don't even know if anyone else uh I'm trying to think who would have been who would have made that like perfect from forgetting somebody. Because like Nana was there and Dan was there, Josh was there. Um Waterfront Dining. I, I mean, I, I have spoken to him and stuff, and we had him on the show. I'm just talking about like personal, like. Oh, I thought you, know. you guys were close. Never mind. Uh, yeah, no, we 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 like have chatted uh for fun. Like, I definitely wouldn't be like if I saw him there, I'd be very excited. Oh yeah. Um. But yeah, we weren't. We didn't really. He didn't really. Didn't really do like online stuff. He didn't like really use Twitter, and he didn't really use Skype at the time. Yeah, well, we have he still doesn't. He's kind of a. Uh... A lone wolf out there, you I, know. I think I weirdly have his phone number. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Nice. I, I feel like it was his birthday once, and I think all of us were like, hey, it's us. It's happy birthday or something weird uh-huh. like that. That's nice. Well, sh- fucking shout out to Waterfront Dining, man. <laughs> I-, I love his music so much. Like, yeah. Sorry to, 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 to take the cloud away no, from sure. this We've worked together here. on you know, Rescue Protect Attack. And that's What's the, that? That's the song. It's on Die Hero. It's oh, my yeah. most popular song on Spotify. <laughs> nice. Us together. He sent me some cool synth mm-hmm. thing he found. And cool. I went to town. Yeah. So how do you go about picking your samples like i know you use a lot of video game stuff like you were saying you probably have a rather large repository of samples for like base samples for for like the actual songs themselves and stuff yeah um, there's two ways your trinkets sort of everything the the trinkets are like the which one trinkets are a different thing okay let's start with the trinkets trinkets and stuff that's just literally like I love sound effects and especially ones that are like totally bit crushed and stupid, like cheesy, like probably my love for Sonic three and knuckles soundtrack that has all like the come on and all like the, you know, mm-hmm. all that good luck. Like all these, all these dumb, I guess you could say dumb, but I think they're really cool and really charming. I love the way sound effects sound. Great word. And great so, word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. They hit my nostalgia button real hard. Yeah, for sure. And I think, I just feel like, like my I'm, cell phone, my uh, notifications yep, are all those. Yeah, like Final Fantasy VII yep. menu save thing, like all that shit. Specifically, my notification is the Sonic underwater breathing sound, so it goes like. Wah. Oh, uh, that's yeah, that's an iconic sound. Yes, um, bitch. Uh, one of my like funny, one of our like uh, notable sound effects that we use i use it in a lot of songs this kind of became like a weird signature within the signature is the water shield from sonic 3 the wow mm-hmm, uh, i've mm-hmm. used it a lot and i i kind of like it's now synonymous with like i have a little shout out that goes like 3d blast but i go like 3d wow <laughs> yeah i've used it a few times so yeah love that sound <laughs> um like i said i just find them there's a there's a website called like sound resources that has a huge like zips of or rars, I guess. Of oh, dude, that's amazing. Because I would just go to YouTube videos and mm-hmm. watch the game until I heard the sound, and then record my sound card, export that to a Dropbox, download that on my phone, and then set the ringtone. <laughs> that definitely <laughs> that happens. Like there are sounds that I can't find, like games that are just aren't old enough for people to rip them, but aren't new enough to where they just have like good quality so it's like you know like dreamcast and gamecube mm-hmm. stuff i like have to find videos of or stuff like that mm-hmm. true yeah arcade stuff and you know shows and yeah that's all that good good i love that stuff <laughs> that good good and what about the regular it's like the the sounds. base of the uh, of the song the uh, music either yeah. sometimes i will hear it and write it down for whatever reason i'll hear it and like i'm i'm not i'm I like to use songs. Sometimes I'll use modern stuff. So I'll hear like, I want to use this part. Like recently iconic bitch used a smash mouth sample. And one of my, <laughs> one of my new singles used like a, a Rebecca black song that isn't Friday. Yeah. So like, you know, I, I, I find vapor and stuff like that. And I also just do like 
digital crate digging kind of, you know, your YouTube, your mm. super rare YouTube playlists that have a thousand views on these old funk finals. And I find them and jet old Japanese city pop blogs and stuff that I follow that post rips of old city pop stuff or, you know, mm-hmm. or I find it like that. Yeah. Do you find it's easier to work with some samples or sound types than others? Like, drums versus uh you know. hmm i like when there's big layered vocals because i feel like you can use that way easier than like songs that are just kind of rhythm if that makes any sense cuz if you're sort of cuz you can use even if it's a full band playing something and there's like drums and stuff you can still use like these big like layered vocals as like you know uh god it's hard to explain but it's like uh maybe in like saint pepsi stuff like let's see like like let's stick around tonight i love like you want like all these like vocals that are good to chop up and uh have you can just like like in insert these little like breathy noises or like vowel sounds of just like eh, or like ooh, uh, just, like stuff like that. You know, does that make sense? Sorry, this yeah, makes zero for sure. sense. But there's a lot of no, good it's like the vowel sounds. Well, that's yeah, that's like I get that inspiration from like Jet Set Radio stuff where it's just like stupid vocals that he loves to repeat. But amazing uh, soundtrack for that game. Incredible, yeah. Um. But uh, certain songs, like samples, where you'll just chop it up and it almost sounds like it has lyrics, and I'm sure you can pick some out, like, from the sample, but uh, they, they, they aren't actually, like, there, like, incoherently. Like, I know, like, if yeah. you say Pepsi again, there's that one verse that's just, like, it's, like, beady, that hooked on a beat. Right for me, like it. It doesn't. I don't know. It's like <laughs> yeah. totally r- just random yeah, syllables yeah, and yeah. stuff. Up my pet, my wit. Like it's that's parts of songs, but it's not the stuff together. But it makes yeah. this really cool thing. And what do you like so much about those um, parts of the samples? They're easy to work with, or they're fun. I, I think they're just fun. Like I think the most notorious song, Miss Mrs. Floral Shop. Uh, Mrs. Four Twenty Felisa Frank Modern Computing dot com slash X Play. Um, <laughs> you know, at the end of the verse, it goes like, uh, "Time is running out. Uh, make a move." Uh, hold on, sorry, sorry. The loop is uh, at the end of the like, mm-hmm. it goes like, "I." It, it almost start the pickup note for the next verse. It goes like. I've made it, but it, it just cuts. Just goes like, oh, yeah. And that, I don't know, that is the shit. Like, mm-hmm. little cuts where there's, like, supposed to be a voice. It just adds to that whole, like, mysterious, kind of, it's almost there. It's reminiscent of a nostalgia that doesn't exist type thing. You know what I mean? It's amazing how powerful and prominent that specific thing you just mentioned is and how little people talk about or acknowledge it but it's such a huge part of the <laughs> it scene. is like i love like there's like i said when people do like layered vocals it comes across way more 
like uh like I said to use my own song in the song uh Broken Heart Navy Red sorry I forgot the title of my own song Navy Red in parentheses Broken Heart um there's like a breakdown where it's like ah oh, ah oh, bound yeah down yeah like it isn't lyrics but they're vocals so that's that's the shit right there mm-hmm. as an example yeah, and it just gets you pumped, right? Yeah, it's just like it sounds sick because I think vocals sound cool, but I don't really care what the lyrics say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't need to keep those intact because I'm using it strictly. I'm sampling it as an instrument. So it doesn't matter mm-hmm. if the sentence structure is still mm-hmm. there. I just want the sound. Sometimes yeah. it comes through and sometimes, you know, like uh, the Frank Jeff C clap, you know, makes me feel good. Like that comes through because, you know, I use that whole thing. But Yeah. Whatever. Mm. Cool, man. <laughs> no, I, I, that's, I eat that shit up, yo. Uh, it's so, it's like kind of simple, but it can be incredibly complex. You can almost study it, it between. You artists. definitely can. I think a lot of people take it for granted. I think if you like, yeah. like I said, I keep using, referencing hit vibes, but there is so much there besides a kick over a slowed down song. Mm-hmm. Like the the little stuff. And it's not like he chop. I think a lot of feature funk people brag about how many chops they put into a song. Oh, this song has so many cuts. One of the weirdest things I've heard. Um, <laughs> but it was like they they want you to notice it almost. Like yeah. they want you to notice that they're cutting and chopping, and then, and then so the song is all like do, 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 almost like fucking Mario invincibility. Like they want you to hear every chop, and it's like yeah, no, you listen to Sam Pepsi, and it's like. You don't even realize that it is. You can tell it's a sample, but that's not how the song is. Especially like mm-hmm. the song Skylar Spence has yeah. that whole breakdown where it's like, ah, oh, she, I, yeah. yeah. Like that is not how the song goes. And it's just, it's expertly popped in there using those parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to like, it's so interesting to me that stuff. Um, I know I like it, but. You know, I'm, I'm going to try and sit down and find like a, a deep cut article on it and really <laughs> dive deep into right, yeah. how it's done and the just sort of thought process you go through when putting that stuff together and making it uh, become a whole nother thing of its in itself. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's why it's like that, this is why it's a new thing. You know, like that's why I consider it a new genre. You know, all this small stuff mm-hmm. that's like I've never heard before. Yeah. Well, we had it sort of like if you look at dubsteps, like Skrillex did it and all these other. Yeah, like, vo- but that's like, artists. yeah, I know what you mean. Just like vocal chops and like, uh, that, that's almost like in your face about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely similar. Like, there's definitely, you know, audio editing it's and bullshit. And I definitely, right, I do it. It's certainly you know? like, hey, look at these, all these crazy sounds I put together, guys. Yeah. It was instead of like a beautiful, subtle, subtly arrangement of a song that exists where people can't even tell what's going on. Yeah. 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 I like, I'm glad that we took a moment to uh, discuss that. Uh, so tell me about this thing called comfort zone. Right. Funny. You me- I know you mentioned it and I kind of set you up for disaster by not saying anything, but uh, <laughs> comfort zone was something uh, a group 
basically like I guess a label in a way where it was something to put a name over uh, these compilations and projects I was working on. At the time, it was also like a weird podcast network. Like I released 3D Cast under it and a few other shows that like my friends and some other internet people did. So, I, so honestly, I was like, I'm going to be paying for SoundCloud Premium. So why don't, if you want to do a show and want to host it, you can host it under this, like a little show kind of cool. And they'll yeah. Okay. Um, but that was kind of quickly like, uh, you know, I was like, just stopped caring about everybody else's shows and realized it, 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 all, it all had to go through me because I wasn't really about to give these people access to, you know. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'm just going to stop that aspect of it. Um, we released compilations, notably the remix compilations. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is probably what you were referring to when you saw it, right? <laughs> uh, sometimes, like I know you guys redid a Mac Plus remix yeah. of uh, Library so, and like so a fuck ton of other shit. At first, we did Telepath remixes, basically just a community, like community, just shout, just shout out, like make a remix of a Telepath song and submit it, and we're gonna release a remix album. Mm-hmm. And I was obsessed with that song from the Cat Corp split. That's just like la la da yeah. Um, so I remixed it and it was like, if anyone else wants to get on this, let's do it. Um, so then we released that as the comfort zone remixes. Um, and then we decided to just do floral shop next. Um, I guess I decided <laughs> you did the whole record. Uh, we did. Yeah. So it was, Oh it's yeah. Not just, There's the whole record it, for that. Is, isn't yeah. there with the art and yeah, a really well done mm. art. And it, we printed it on cassette um and everything and a lot of people worked on that and i chose what's what the the worst part about doing this is that if you want to put it on cassette it has to be a certain time yeah and so you get like 20 you get 20 or 30 submissions and you're like these ain't all gonna make it especially when someone submits a 10 minute ambient version of something yeah you're just like <laughs> sorry so the cassette is basically one of every track i think there's one track that's repeated that has two remixes because just because they were both good. Um, and I tried yeah. to, I picked, you know, I, I curate them all, by the way, if you didn't know, like, uh, did not. Yeah. I cur- I curate them. I, I put it all together. Basically I get the art done. I don't do the art, but I like get it and I get the track listing and I get all the submissions and I put it together and I usually, I definitely, I put a remix out myself yeah, and I set it up with lost angles, like so. That was basically me, but you know, a lot of the remixers are the you know the real stars there because mm-hmm. some of that shit. I mean, all of that shit is fucking sick. It, it really is, and that's what I was gonna say. Like, you, I guess you've moved on to other things now. So or? yeah, it's, well, oh, sorry, I'll keep going just to wrap it up. Then. <laughs> we did we did uh, so comfort zone remixes floral shop. And then we did Comfort Zone Remixes Luxury Elite, which we all did Luxury Elite Remixes, and you know she okayed it and everything, and it was you know perfect. Then we did I think the summer, <laughs> the summer like, summer games thing, which was like an invitational, which I like invited some artists I liked to make a summer themed song. And then I re- I didn't do anything with it for a long time, and the Comfort Zone as a name kind of didn't fit with me because like you can't google it and it doesn't make any sense and i liked it as like a weird like i don't know comfort zone like almost like a sonic level like zone and exactly 
Um, and I liked it. I just, I don't know. For some reason, I was like, I'm going to make it. I want to re kind of rebrand it. And uh, so we, I rebranded it as right now it's, it's digital, digital, digital forever, which is kind of just a, almost like a nonsense name, but it's uh, basically 3d forever. Cause haha, full of myself. <laughs> uh, and I like it. we rebranded, I got John Zabelli did the artwork for the logo that's up there now. Sweet. And the first thing we did was the tumble wave comp, which is the last thing we did, but mm-hmm. yeah. That which is basically people. I, I did I invite people to that or did they submit that? I do not remember. Uh they, yeah, basically defined. I wanted to have like a. I kind of saw a tumbleweave getting away from us. Like I saw some other labels like saying like, "Wow, we're putting out tumbleweave." I'm just like, you know, we started that. We should have some monumental thing. So that's kind of why that album is like purposely like this is Tumblewave saying like we did yeah. it. Everyone get the fuck away. <laughs> Gatekeeping. Please consult us for any further <laughs> Tumblewave. I always joke about like you didn't have the Tumblewave licensing fee. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Got to sign those contracts. Right. I, I want to do more. I think it's a fun project and I think it's a good like I like having some sort of overarching like label for projects that aren't necessarily solo, you know. Yeah. You do like there's not much of it. Yeah, but uh, it was just you know it's kind of hard sometimes. Hard to sustain. I also think quality control can be an issue, mm. where you want to invite the people you know you can trust, but everyone's really busy, and if you don't get enough, then you're screwed. But then you don't want to necessarily open it up a hundred percent. If you oversaturate, because yeah. you get a million people, and if they want to be on a cassette, they're gonna get cut. And honestly, yeah, you don't want to be that guy so, that says no. Yeah, and sometimes if I do open it up, like let's be real, not everybody's a winner. Like, yeah. So that can be. So, and I don't want to be the guy to be like, actually, this sucks. But uh, we have. I haven't had to do it yet. Um, for, fortunately, like basically, anyone, everyone's been pretty competent, which is really good. But I just feel like if we open it up and do some other thing, it might get a little tricky. So, mm-hmm. well, good. Well, good on you, man. It's a great thing. It's, a, it's a, the community needs things like that. That's, That's why I love I, Colin so much. Yeah. Cause he does so much extracurricular stuff. Yeah. Almost, almost to a fault where he's just like working yeah. himself to death. I know, man. feel bad for the guy, but big shout out to him. Hell yeah. Wizzy. Give him some love guys. Halsey on tapes. Um, and then after that, when did you guys say, okay, let's start a new thing the, yeah. with the sample Fridays or free samples, free samples. or whatever so, you call it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like I got into Collins music, and we became quick friends where we'd hang out, and we were both, you know, jamers, jamming and stuff. <laughs> um, and so we're, I have not heard that. <laughs> we're both on Discord playing games and shit and doing dumb shit and talking and bullshit, and he's really funny, so... Eventually, we we I was like, I think I had spitballed it with Dan Mason. Like, hey, should we 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 once we got together and made like an Echo Jam album together by like just picking samples for each other and then like flipping them into Echo Jams like just for fun. Yeah, and uh, I think he used some of those on his Infinite Failure album. So I still have my half. That's 
unreleased. But but that never, like, really caught on. And I was like, what if... And I talked to Wizzy, Wizard, Colin. It's like, what if we did it frequently and enough to where it was like a show? And, you know, I'll stream Mm -hmm. it. And we both just pick... Us, like we'll kind of both pick, go back and forth, kind of surprise each other, and then like flip it in a time limit. And then we we opened it. We did one kind of like offline. It was me and him, and then Icy was also there. And then we opened it up to a Twitch stream and encouraged people to come play, more or less. And uh, mm-hmm. it's just to explore stuff. It's just to like kind of put yourself to a limit. You know, we're not expecting anything crazy. We're not trying to be like, you know, if, if, you know, tracks have flaws, you know, my tracks are fucked and everyone's tracks are sometimes fucked, but there's definitely value and merit there. And there's a lot of like moments where you're like, holy shit. I think basically everyone who's participated has at least one of those moments, you know, like, yeah, you know, like, holy shit. How did he do that? Yeah. Recently, the, uh, Vivarium recordings, uh, Gang, who uh, that's like Maggie Dot Wave and uh, all, all these other artists and stuff, uh, have been coming in like every week, and they're like very competent, and they are just, just like making it really like, really making it worth it. We had a lot of other regulars and stuff before, and not to say that they didn't make it worth it, but you know, you do the same four guys every week, and you're like, man, and then all of a sudden you got like. 12 submissions one week and you're just like oh hell yeah here we go and then it's been getting bigger <laughs> uh i i haven't hosted it in uh this month because like i said i've been moving i just kind of cut off all my streams um but we're supposed to be where the f- can people go to find it so my twitch channel uh it is twitch.tv slash 3d underscore blast um and you also have to be part of my discord which Links are either underneath my Twitch or in my pinned tweet or just DM me or something. I'll send you a link. Uh, you're in there. Okay. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's so many Discord servers, I man. Know. I can't keep up. But specifically, we use that to submit for free samples. Yeah. It's 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 the first Friday of every month, um, unless otherwise noted. Sometimes there's scheduling issues and we either delay it or do it a week early or whatever. Um, you put announcements in the Discord yep. for it. And usually okay, on Twitter cool. and stuff too. Um, usually people remind me that it's happening more often than I <laughs> remember that it's happening. Yeah. Um, well, that means you have a great product. Yeah, I'm excited. People love it, and I love it. Like, I'm really glad it's super fun for everyone. And I well, think it's just neat to think like about the what makes musicians different. What's in their heads? It's insane how, how everyone approach. can flip a sample differently. Yeah, one of the coolest things ever. Um. Yeah, this month I didn't host because, like I said, I shut my stuff off for while I was moving in Electronic Con and all this stuff. But actually, they Mm -hmm. the community got together and did one like themselves without me, and that was super cool. And I I showed up for the end to listen to all the submissions, and it was like Power PCMEs there, Vitomo's there, like sick motherfucker. Like you know, Dan Mason joins us when I remember to text him that it's happening. Especially that's especially cool if you're into. Dan Mason because I forced him to sample again. He does not do that anymore. <laughs> Take that. 
<laughs> uh, I just want to give a shout out to Vitomo quickly because he needs more love. His music is fucking Fuck solid. Yeah. His art is dope. He just did this art for my new single. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that was nothing. Is that yes. what that's called? Nothing. Great song. Thank you. Love that song actually. Oh, Looped the shit out of kinda, it. It's kind of funny enough. This ties all into it because a lot of my tracks, some of them, not a lot, but some of them are like demos from free samples that I flip in three hours and then I return to and finish. So like that song, nothing is one from like a, like a month ago that I worked on that I finished. And same and the with, work required was literally nothing. Oh, there's a ton of work needed to do that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. I just mean he went back to it, but that's, uh, that's a common thing. Actually, people are like surprised by how big the tracks they care about the least get. Mm-hmm. And like uh, some of my best tracks, like Ruby, I feel like a lot of people like the track Ruby from Iconic Bitch, uh, mm-hmm. is totally just something I did in three hours and then finished. I mean, I didn't just submit the three hour version, but it it was like from that show. Like a lot of, I think Colin the same way where he'll he will finish them and put them on albums and stuff because they're dope. We you know don't want to lose something. To, yeah, and there's something to be said about the the headspace and mindset you can get in only for a temporary period of time, a couple hours, but mm-hmm. the work you, what you can come up with and dream up in those few hours is so amazing. Sometimes that you can't build on it over several days, you know? Yeah. You just have to like go with it, let it fly and see how it turns out after those couple <laughs> hours. Cause uh, yeah, you might not get there again. Like to the headspace. It's super weird. I think the worst part is coming back to a track that I did three like three hours on, and then being like, "Well, I had three hours, so it's all like disorganized because I was rushing." And I'm like, yeah. "Shit, I had to like <laughs> reorganize everything." But yeah. it's always sick in the end. Mm-hmm. Dope man. And so the free si- the si- free sample mm-hmm. free samples. That's the first Friday of every month. Every you month. said yep on the Twitch channel. I usually tweet about it. So I always will if it's happening. Cool. So Twitter's, you know. Is that is that the same thing as Flip Friends? So yes and no. So Flip Friends was the name we chose for the first three episodes. But okay. I was like, honestly, I fucking hate that name because <laughs> I think I like it. Be- well, I have a thing. I have a thing. That a lot of my friends kind of bug me about it or make fun of me for it. Where I'm like sick of this alliteration, rhyming, like podcast let's player, like basic ass name where like you don't even think for two seconds and it's just it like I don't think it reflects the quality of the product, but to me it just says like you didn't think about the name more than ten seconds. Like for example, like Game Grumps. Like I don't hate the Game Grumps. I just think the name is like just it's game and then it's a word that starts with the common G. denominator like it's like i, I don't yeah. like i don't think it's cool so flip friends was like it's just another it's literally oh it's flipping friends and it's like nah i like i like free samples as like a pun and it's like free like you're releasing the samples and it's like you're sampling stuff and it's you know free because we're stealing and it's like free samples like at a restaurant or at a grocery store and the samples because they're short and it's uh, it's a better name I thought. So they they recently this last uh, this last one they called it free uh, flip friends, 
as a way to like kind of spite me. Like he's gone. Let's title it back to the old. Song. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Taking it back. <laughs> that's awesome. <clears throat> Well, that's a great thing you do, man. I'm gonna spend more time. Yeah, uh, we welcome tuning into you that. Know, we welcome basically everybody. I don't know why we wouldn't. Yeah, check it out, guys. If you if you want to submit something, it's very fun. Sample. We yeah. get there at seven thirty, and I go live, and then we hang out for about a half hour. Let people kind of round in. Usually, watch some stupid shit on YouTube or talk about something, and then cool. uh, we release the sample and get the party going. Eight o'clock p.m. EST. We like. Time starts and then you have to be done by 11 p.m. Three hours. And do you switch through the different live streams of the no, different people making me. samples? Like, I oh. wish we could do that, but I'm the only one streaming. Yeah, that's w- it's way more tricky doing that. Yeah. You almost have to have like a line in you with do. Twitch. You have to have. You could. Well, there's a thing called Squad Strike. Um, oh yeah, but it's. You know, we just use the one lag to it and Twitch is like a hub. Like you'll you'll see like a drop in viewers. Like as soon as we start, everyone basically dips and then comes back three hours later. So uh, Yeah. <laughs> because you know, it makes sense. Like why would you want to listen to me while you're making your song? So Yeah, true, true. But yeah. And you you do something else, I believe, with Colin. Pretty sure it's called and it's a newer thing called Gel, Gel Collective. Collective. And it's not just Colin, I will say it is me, right. Colin. Sorry, Colin and I, and I don't know the grammar here. Uh, I don't read. Um, Colin, myself, Icy, Icy, uh, Sterling. Uh, I think just those four. Uh, and we, we, we are, of course, assisted by our friends like Josh. Like, I'm not saying he doesn't do anything, but the core people are people who, like, you could ask and, like, get in touch with that would be your go-tos would be us four. Yeah. Um, that started because we did a telethon, two of them, a Christmas one and then a summer one, which were charity events that people submitted uh, videos for and music videos and skits and stuff. And then we would view them all. And it was like a two-hour, three-hour event where people, and then you'd donate. And we donated all the money to charity. And uh, super fun. Did it live, you know? Very fun. We had like a hundred people watching. It was crazy. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did that twice. Damn. The, the Christmas one and the, yeah, the summer one. Um, but that's awesome. Yeah, it's super cool. Um, as it went on, they were both like Wizard of Loneliness themed. It was like Wiz the Season and then Wiz Stock was the name of the events because it was his. Dude, Wiz the Season is the yeah. best. <laughs> Dude, he needs to do that more. Well, yeah. So we we were kind of like together. We were like, well, we all work on this as like a team. And he's like kind of doesn't necessarily want to keep. Because if he does it whiz themed, he like dedicates a lot of time to filming, you know, his segments and stuff. And it was like getting a little too much for him. So we were like, well, let's keep doing these. Let's rebrand kind of. That's my favorite thing to do. You'll notice. Um, and kind of like get, let's get let's let's officially get together under a name as like a charity group and and do these like so yeah. yeah so it's not just like a few dudes randomly putting it together it's like a group that they can like email and have like a website or like a Twitter or whatever mm-hmm. and uh, so we started Gel Collective which was like 
kind of a nod to lighting gel, like coming together to create like white light. But also like obviously the word gel, meaning like, yo, they vibe together, gel together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, <laughs> it's kind of, kind of a, and ends on a more negative note, but we tried to put one together. We kind of tried to rebrand and then put a show together at a weird time, kind of after the holidays. And it really didn't catch and we had to cancel it. But, uh, we, I, it's still, we were like, well, that was just a weird time. Nobody knew what was happening. You know, that's kind of on us. We did get some submissions, but mm-hmm. just not nearly enough to fill out any sort of show. Um, yeah, it's hard. There's not many places to advertise your stuff, right? Yeah. So basically, we're like, let's come back. Let's let's not get crazy with this. Let's do it like once a year at first for now. Let's go back to the holiday season. And so I, I believe one of my things was after Electronic Con and after I moved to start gearing up and try to start doing another holiday one. And our our oh, yeah sick. our plan is basically to uh to do more as that group and then eventually we can release compilations for charity and just be a charity group. Colin does a lot of yeah. charity stuff, so yeah. mm-hmm. uh, that's awesome, man. The the, the gel collective telewave vaporthons they were called GCTV. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a pretty good name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it. No pressure. Yeah, but we got. I we really, really got to gear up. That. I think that's definitely on us. But yeah, yeah. Well, we got some new inspiration from Electronic. For sure. Right? For sure. Hmm. So uh, when I was doing my research, I was looking around. I saw your YouTube, and I saw the vlog. <laughs> You put on there. The, the, I want to talk about that, that for a second. I think it's freaking awesome. I'm glad you liked it. It's like because a lot of people in vaporwave, like I don't know if just vaporwave, probably a lot of people in the world. I read a study recently that said 50% of people in North America live alone and are single, which is a lot, and I'm one of mm-hmm. them. So I watch a lot of vids to keep me company in my lonely times here at home. <laughs> Just as wallpaper almost. Like I used to watch Just Kidding News a lot. All these different things. And uh, it's hard to find something in Vaporwave that you can watch that isn't just the music. So I love that vlog. I've seen it a couple times. I'm just like, I feel like I'm there with you. I'm glad you liked it. That's what I like. Yeah, I try to do that with my podcast. It's like the if there's a seat for me there's a seat for you and there's a seat for the audience and they just they got duct tape on their mouth or something (laughs) but they can hear you know so that video um there's a youtube channel called sugar pine seven which is my favorite youtube video youtube channel on all of youtube it's pretty new it's only been around for two years and it's also dead now they were this channel of a guy who used to work for the channel source fed who basically got fired and then started doing his own weird vlog style thing where he would basically like put like a narrative to what he was just doing in normal life. And I was extremely inspired by it to the point where I basically just copied it. Like (laughs) that video (laughs) is like straight up a copy of that other guy's video, but it was, it was more of like, 
me saying I would like to make a video and I I will use this as like a as like a thing to do. Unfortunately, yeah, I always get butt hurt when people copy me, and it's like people tell me all the time, and I'm like, I try to understand what they're saying, but it's hard. But <laughs> when people copy you, it's like uh, you should be um what's the word starts with an f fucked <laughs> flattered oh yeah 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 flattered can't they say that what so, was it Mim- mimic mimicry that's not a word that's not a thing uh what is yeah, that you know is what i mean though. best form of flattery or whatever um oh i've heard yeah, that yeah. i can't think of the first part because i don't read callbacks um callbacks yeah uh i did do it a little differently because i did like my vaporwave approach to it by using vaporwave as like the soundtrack and stuff and the basically the whole the gist of it is that it's like a quote a vlog about doing kind of nothing we basically go do a taco bell and uh i basically just kind of narrate over it and make fun of us and myself and uh, if you watch Sugar Pine Seven, you'd be like, "Yep, he stole that." Yep. <laughs> um, that's one of the reasons I one didn't do it again, and two, I edited it, and I was like, "Damn, I'm not really like Annette. Like, <laughs> it took me a long time." I was like, "Damn, editing mm-hmm. isn't something I want to do a lot." Yeah, it's a bitch. It's thankless job. Yeah, there are people who do it. Like, they do it like I make music. Like, you know, technically making music isn't super fun. It's, it can be tedious, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, like, it's just something that comes... Like, I don't doesn't even matter to me. I'll just make music. It doesn't matter. I have to, If I have to listen to the same track a million times, it doesn't matter. I'm making music. That's what I do. Yeah. Um, editing is not one of those things. When mm-hmm. I'm editing, I have to be very conscious about what I'm doing. And uh, I generally like to work on computers, stuff like that. But in terms of like knowing the program, not my, my workflow is pretty messy and it's uh, more frustrating than it is fun at this point. Yeah. To do something like big scale like that with like a lot mm-hmm. of editing and audio and recording. If you ever need to do something, hit me up, y'all. I'll, I'll help you out for sure. For sure. That'd be sick. I'm hardcore also filming. With that stuff. I should get my camera back out again. Do it, dude. Yeah. I love that vlog. You can change your style up. You know, <laughs> my podcast. I did love- it's probably a copy of other shit. Yeah, it's, I wonder who who'd you copy? What other vaporwave podcast was around? <laughs> it was a copy of <laughs> mainly. It was a copy of my previous podcast, which was a sort of a copy of another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. Three D cast was basically a parody of the podcast before it too. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was the second version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. When you make your music, do you have any sort of like rituals or routines you go through? It's like, hey, you know what? I'm going to make music today. I'm going to fucking uh, play some play a game to inspire me or shower, like something. Do you have anything <laughs> like all, that? I never shower. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think That's it's... how you make so um, much shit. I'll be at work and I will just be like, shit, I feel the spark. Whether I feel it's the spark. from something like I see, I, I think just there's some sort of friendly competition when you go on Twitter and you're like, my homies are putting out stuff. 
yeah. my homies are my homies are blowing up. Like not that I'm like chasing clout or whatever, but it's just like Dan Mason has an album coming out. Electronic. It makes you feel worthless, like, doesn't it? It's just more like <laughs> shit. Uh like I'm feeling it. I can uh, let's make something. And mm-hmm. uh I just kinda I feel like I just kinda do. I just kinda open it up and it is really weird because this is something it's really hard to explain because I've never truly thought too hard about it. It's either happening or it isn't mm-hmm. in a weird way where it's like. And you just, your mind just goes to like, okay, we're looking for a sample now. Okay. Got the sample. Yeah, like, Drop oh, that shit in. Here. Um, I try to schedule, I try to work on music at least every Friday because I try to stream it. Yeah. Um, and it works out sometimes. Sometimes I'm really just not feeling it. What time does your I, stream at? Uh, usually around eight o'clock p.m. EST. And when okay. I'm streaming, it's usually every day, if not every other day. Uh, but not always music. No, it's mainly games and stuff because that's what I'm doing. But if it is music, Fridays are usually music. And if Friday's track is going real smooth, or if I'm inspired, you'll definitely catch it. You know, on other days. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah like I said right now it's kind of offline yeah that's cool that's cool we'll, we'll wait for it mm-hmm. we'll we'll see the tweets <laughs> I play a lot of games with uh, we have like a big group of friends we call Lenny's Lenny's Domain is like the name because mm-hmm. one of our friends uh, usernames was Lenny Logoff okay. so we, we just adopted that name it's like a, I guess not really a guild or a clan but we have a YouTube channel called Lenny's and it's just all these clips and we all hang out together and we all say the dumbest shit. And it's not like a let's play channel. We're not recording it. It's mainly just like people have clip buttons when we stream. Yeah. And we can capture a funny moment. And then we the upload it. Moments. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's that me too. and my friend For Leo us. Vader are like the kind of the heads of that. Mainly him. Uh, mm-hmm. Leo Vader from Game Informer. Sweet. Fuck yeah. The boy. The boy. Good boy. Yeah. So if you like games, we play a lot of dumb shit. Uh, you know, I play whatever I'm feeling. Sometimes retro stuff, sometimes modern stuff. You know, sometimes Sonic, sometimes Sonic what are your, 06. What are your favorite games of late? We'll go with the past three years. Did they have come out in the last three years or games I played? Come out. Came out. Came out. Okay. So Sonic Mania. Oh, yeah. Is Fucking right. Game. Incredible game. Man, good on those guys, eh? Yeah, for sure. Bad One time. of the first things I did in, in New York, the, the night we got there, I met Vinyl Dial for the first time. Yeah, that was dope. And, uh-huh. And we went out. It was like us. It was Dan Mason, Zabelli, Josh, and Vinyl Dial and Vitomo had just got there. Or were they there before? I think they, they all came together. Vinyl Dial, I think, uh, flew in that day. Mm-hmm. Um, but we all were at uh, a little coffee shop and we were hanging out and I had never met him. We weren't even following each other on Twitter. And uh, we just immediately just were like going off about Sonic and Sonic Mania and how good it was and how how much we love Sonic. And we were both, it wasn't like, oh yeah, I like Sonic. It was like, I have the sprite sheets and here's why I freaked out because the loop animations were smooth and not just like eight different angles of Sonic and like we were going hard. We were totally nerding out because we were. Yeah, really appreciating could, the production. My Sonic Pong, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somebody could fight back. That's amazing. 
that was fast friends i call that mm-hmm. um breath of the so, wild i mentioned earlier breath of the wild uh, that doesn't count because you mentioned it yeah uh <laughs> within Two the more. last year or three years ish i'm trying to think of the games monster hunter world yeah is an incredible game i love monster hunter and world was just like yo we got you fuck like, i need to play that more people people are still playing right oh yeah and the expansion just came out oh it did not cool. for pc so i won't be seeing that until january 2020 that's good. That means I have some time. It's true. I actually also think <laughs> that I'm like, thank God, I don't have time. <laughs> uh, what else? Like, you know, I have a Switch. I like my Switch. Uh, I play the game Rivals of Easter. New, sm- New Smash. Oh, that's a fucking sick game, dude. Thank you. That's a f- it's it's like, it's a Smash clone, my... right? Sort Here, of. Here's the hottest take. It's a Smash improvement. It is. It good. I like that, dude. Thank you. <laughs> I love Rivals. I am also notoriously anti Smash Ultimate. Yeah. As funny enough, I'm watching an Ultimate stream right now <laughs> because it keeps yeah. me busy while I talk. You said that. Um, yeah, Rivals. I don't of hate the game, man. but I, I think they 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 kind of fucked it a little bit. I think mm. Rivals of Ether is like, oh, here's how you design a fucking fighting game that's a platform yeah. fighter, and you use the item system, right? No. You don't play with items in that game? In Rivals or in Smash? Rivals. No, there's. I don't think there are items. Yeah, there are. There's a, oh, that's Brawlhalla. <laughs> Sorry. Uh-oh. Yes. No, I know the game. It's more like uh, 8-bit looking. Yeah, yeah, it is. I, I played that a lot. Yeah, I, I have it. It's a great game. Uh, me and my please, friend please love continue. fighting games. It's just kind of hard to get together and stuff, but Rivals has mm-hmm. really good online. And yeah. Smash, Smash has really bad online. Mm-hmm. Um, I have... A Nintendo. lot of words about Ultimate to the point where I'm typing essays at work to send to Floor Baba to argue about Smash. <laughs> uh, that has happened. At least there's um, no tripping. Exactly. <laughs> uh, basically, to sum it up real quick, they purposely made it uncompetitive, and I don't like that. And they could have it could have been both a party game and a good game, but instead they just kind of it's kind of half-baked competitive and it's kind of not really either at this point where it's like, so, did you watch Evo? Yeah. I'm a huge Evo guy. I love so, melee. Yeah. It wasn't that fucking sure. Evo. So fuck that. But How do you explain the tournament at Evo then? Was it like only certain characters are good in that game? Like, how does that uh, work? If it's ultimate sh- does have a bigger like roster. And I think pros at the top level do make the game look a bit better. Hmm. But okay. top level ultimate versus top level rivals or top level melee or top yeah. level Project M, if you're familiar with that, it, that's dead now, right? Yes, unfortunately, kind of. I mean, uh, there's still, still a scene, yeah, but just not yeah. like uh, some of the big, the bigger stuff had to drop it. And that's where they tweaked all the physics of melee to make it no, more brawl. competitive. They made brawl, brawl more like more melee. like melee, and yes. then they redesigned okay. basically every character to balance them out. Sick. It was. Yeah, I gotta it, play that. That is the best Smash has ever been. Experience personally. Okay. Cool. So I, I think about Smash a lot because it used to be my favorite game, and now it's. I'm kind of sad. I don't like that. Ultimate's kind of not my thing. Mm-hmm. But you know, Banjo Kazooie looks cool and all, but fuck me if the online's garbage and the buffer sucks and it's 
still kind of slow and the fucking yeah. weird input delays weird and the C stick works really weird and remember Brian crystals hard and blah blah blah. Here comes the essay. <laughs> For real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of my friends are sick of it and they're sick of my negativity to the point where if anything Smash happens, they're just like I love Smash. And like you could you could just tell they're like rubbing it in your face that they kind of want to yeah. egg you on to fucking oh, for sure, they, man. They want you to be like, oh, I hate it. They're like, fuck you, it's good. And I'll be like, yeah, fuck, I should just shut up. I should never talk about it again. Mm-hmm. I had a conversation like that that went on for a couple years about uh, <laughs> LOL versus Dota. Really, League of Legends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. familiar. I used oh, to yeah. play Dota two. Yeah, a, Dota two. Yeah, a little bit, but I'm never really good at it. Yeah, yeah, I was hard lol, tried to get into Dota, and I had the friends that made the Switch, I couldn't make the Switch, and then I abandoned MOBAs entirely after that. Yeah, I uh, D- MOBAs, to me, made all my friends suck. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even like, I thought my friends were cool and could handle it. Nope. It's like, dude, they, that's they, what you're like? They recently started playing Dota 2 again, and I was in a Discord call, and I was like, I heard it. I heard it again. It was like giving me like PTSD flashbacks. Yeah. I was like, oh, and I, I didn't even say anything. I just let, I just disconnected. I was like, I don't want, I can't be around for this. Uh-huh. No, it's, it's it, where one guy's like, where were you? And I was like, oh, I was jungling. And they're like, you should have been helping with the gank. And he's like, but I needed to level up. Well, you should have helped with the gank. Oh, actually, I should have, I want, I needed to level up first. And it's like, I need to farm, bro. Neither of you are right because neither of you played this enough to actually know. Yeah. <laughs> that, Just at least that's my take. That. Maybe one of them's right. I don't fucking know, but I don't. It's not fun to listen to and it's not fun to play. Yeah. Because I think they take it a little too seriously. Yeah. It was fun when it was new to everybody. Yeah, for sure. I respect mm-hmm. MOBA as a genre. I think it's really cool and unique. Mm-hmm. But uh, as a game I want to play, especially after matches last for 45 minutes or whatever. Yeah, I, I always, did. You ever play? Uh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I say I joke around. And I say, I have eighty hours in Dota two in my Steam, and I say that's about like two or three matches. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Did you ever play uh, Battle Right? No. Fuck! I love that game. Shout out to anyone that knows that game. It's dead now because <laughs> the devs they had an amazing thing and they didn't know what they had and they tried to turn it into a what are those PUBG games? Battlegrounds? Battle Royale. Fuck. It, it was the best game because it was like League. You get all your sprites and stuff, and you just get thrown into a little arena where all you're supposed oh, to do. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. I think it was you, it was like a it was like WoW's arena mode almost. It, yeah. I, mean, I, don't, uh, yeah, I don't really know what that, yeah. what that is. but it was, it was like three on three? Three on three. Yeah, you just use your spells and... There's little orbs you can get to give you more energy or health. And then in the middle, yeah, there's the ultimate orb. Dude, that was the best fucking game, man. Basically, so, I'm so sad it's gone. Uh, so it was basically just a MOBA, but instead of like laning, it was just team fight. No laning, right? no farming, just skill. Yeah, that's basically why I said like a WoW Arena, because uh, mm-hmm. that was like that. I Except you, you don't I have to aim or anything, but... yeah. So, yeah. did you make that video for the dream song on Real Love Music? 
I funny. I saw that question. I was like, "What is he talking about?" I do remember that video, but uh, no, I did not. I do remember that was a cool video. Super cool video. Yeah, I was really surprised. That was one of those uh, one of the first times I was like, "Holy shit!" Someone's listening to this and putting a video to it. Mm-hmm. You know, you see, you grow up downloading illegal music off of weird AMVs. Yeah, and then all of a sudden here here I got one myself. Yeah, <laughs> that's a Very great. Cool. Uh... Great yeah. pocket in time, AMV. I haven't era. made a video for any of my music. Oh no, yeah, I like that music video a lot. I uh, have a kind of vaporwave music video playlist, so I okay. definitely added it to that. Sweet, yeah. Any of that stuff? Where all my stuff's on YouTube, like through the distributor, technically. Yeah, but yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. I like those. That- uh, I think I think a lot of people sometimes get mad at like you know, upload my music didn't ask, but quite frankly, I stole yeah. that sample. So fucking if yeah. I was mad about any of that shit, <laughs> exactly. someone used a song, someone used one of my songs in the video, and they were like, "Didn't even ask you." That's kind of shitty, and I was like, "I do not care." Yeah, if I was mad at that, I would be the biggest fucking hypocrite. Yeah, and it's it's more exposure. Yeah, uh, for sure. if they write your name down. Yeah, I mean, even that's honestly, <laughs> even if they didn't, I, I, I think I might be like, oh, that sucks, but I, I would not bother contacting them because that would be very hypocritical of me. Yeah, depends how much <laughs> money they make off of it, I guess. Even, even so, though, I really? have, like I said, my morals because what I do and like what we all do, vapor boys do, is we don't pay for anything. We like. Yeah. The sample, but you is, go to work, bro. Like, yes, it doesn't matter. But it's still illegal, technically. Well, sample goddamn classical yeah, music. That's not, true. You know, like, well, not that I'm saying you need to make money with it, but like, what's the difference? Who? It's classical. It's not like. It, I mean, there rather, is. A, I'm not sure. Domain, maybe there not. is. Maybe there is like a fair use thing. Maybe maybe what I'm doing is legal, but I think some people definitely would lose in a court where they're like. You know? For sure, um, I guess I'm we're not talking saying I'm not saying law it's versus wrong. mentality. Yeah, for sure. I, I I think it's cool. I I always go. My my motto is vaporwave is stealing. Stealing is cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because well, quite frankly, it is. But yeah, I, I think sampling is cool. Like I said yeah, I this on should. another episode. It's like if. Someone smart said this. If you can get away with stealing, then good on you. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, so, yeah. You so the hypocrisy, uh, though. If I, if I were to be mad at something like that, then, it, it, you know, someone kind of should be able to do what I'm doing with mm-hmm. what I did, if that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, I, I know some people feel differently. Like, they want to be recognized. But I think I've looked deep down and been like, I think I'd be a little cheesed at myself if i yeah it's getting mad mm-hmm. you got great morals <laughs> <laughs> i hope so yeah so you like i was saying before you've been around the genre for a while you've seen some of the changes over the years yeah on reddit on twitter mm-hmm. um even just the like what people are producing and how they're producing it mm-hmm. uh can you tell us about the growth and the changes a little bit like from your experience yeah sure so i i got in here late 2014 2015 you know i mm-hmm. i say 2015 is kind of like 
the year, my year ish, you know? Yeah. Class of me was 2015. <laughs> um, so what was the question again? What were the changes I've seen? The growth and your the way you experience it, just your feelings about it changes on all the different platforms and stuff. Um, I've definitely seen it blow the fuck up. I mean, Electronicon, if that isn't an example of what the fuck, then I don't know what is. Like, I can't believe that was real, basically. Mm-hmm. I, you know, years ago, you spend, someone makes a fake Coachella poster that yeah. has all the Vaporwave artists on it. And then they released the lineup to Electronicon, and it was just real. <laughs> so <laughs> Exactly. I saw that happen. I saw meme become reality um i saw a lot of negativity leave i saw some labels that used to be like pipeline dream labels become like nobody gives a flying fuck about Mm -hmm. um you know i've seen you like i said i'm not youtubers we got pad out there we got like music's the hang up we got fucking private suite let's you know um, shout out to private suite. <laughs> shout out to private suite. <laughs> um, I think a lot of people are more serious about doing, I don't know, extracurricular stuff. Cause I think I mentioned it, maybe I mentioned it to you in New York, but I was like, I saw people try to start zines and YouTube channels and it was mm-hmm. one episode. It was one issue and never again. Yeah. Um, but I think people are just like, want to do it. And I think there's a scene now to give it like the energy to fuel it. So we got like how many mm-hmm. issues of private suite at this point? Uh ninth one will be coming out in October. Nine. Like that's huge. Nine in just over a year. You know, like and these aren't like I think I I saw the genre personally. I know it's a bit of a circle. People say like Twitter's a bit of a circle jerk. It's a bit closed bubble. People say there's a lot of drama, but it's actually just all on Twitter. And same goes for like negativity and positivity where you know you you might get a lot of love on twitter but then you look outside twitter and no one really cares mm-hmm. um, but the same way i think a lot of people take it too much and they'll be like oh everyone sucks and it's like nope just the eight people you happen to follow that said bad things suck um i've seen a lot of that leave mm-hmm. i think i've seen a lot of a lot of the love, I think, has come back. Uh, a lot of people are less self-serving. I think I, th- I think I saw a lot of people who were just like, I identify with Vaporwave, and I will keep that identity by being the guy. Mm-hmm. And I think it's become more normal, I guess. Like, I, the visual aesthetic and everything, and, like, I've had people... Ask me if I've listened to George Clanton just as like a recommendation. I'm just like, absolutely, I have. Like, mm-hmm. you know, my brother's friends come over and they'll just like be bumping Blank Banshee. And I'm just like, hey, holy shit. Damn. Stuff like that. But yeah, like, it's not necessarily normie, but it is just like, you know, we out here. Like, yeah. Oh, that's gnarly, man. Yeah. Uh, Fuck yeah. Because I, I don't know what it was like back then. Like, I, I, try to relive it through the history and some of the records and Reddit posts, but I don't know what the feeling was, you know, yeah, about the, the um, I feel like people have uh, music wise sonically. Um, people have stepped up production. I, I think there's less, uh, appreciate, not appreciation. There's less, uh, people aren't hungry for 
classic style stuff anymore as much as much because there's been a few bad eggs that have kind of ruined the sampling name by sampling modern stuff and not doing anything to it and just slowing it down. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, And there are also people, and I think people realized that, well, this at the same time they were condemning this dude by like oh he sampled this and he didn't do anything i think there's a little double standard where people were like why does he get sh- shit when everyone's kind of doing that but just with older music mm-hmm. and so i think there's a bit of a like subconscious shift and in, like interesting i i want someone to work on this track, not just slow it down. Mm-hmm. I was listening to the podcast, your podcast. Uh, I kind of re-listen to it every once in a while just to hear the boys <laughs> again, you know? And Damn. I remember one dude, I think it was fantasy deluxe was saying, you just need to transform it. Yeah. Transformative. And like, that's why I think we both adopted, like instead of being like a producer, he's self admittedly just like, I'm a curator. And mm. I think I, I've heard like the phrase, the recontextualization of music as like early stuff. And I think yeah. that's very important. Yeah. A, a quote like classic style or lo-fi album, you have to recontextualize it with your album, your concept, your art. You have to put effort into it. I think there's a time where we stopped seeing as much effort where people were just making albums to make albums, except these albums were just a collection of, slowed down music and it didn't really invoke anything it was just yeah and it didn't fit in with the mixtape culture didn't that i don't don't really have examples but there was a time oh you got examples i I swear (laughs) honestly like i said there was a time i just stopped listening because it all kind of i don't want to say sucked because there's a lot of good stuff but i think there was just a lot of I was kind of like, well, what did you do? Like, I wanted, I wanted more. I think personally, mm-hmm. just like, you know, like what I was making, I was like, that's why, like, I kind of shit on Pioneer because I was like, like, what did I do in Pioneer? There's some songs that have like production, but a lot of it's like, just whatever. Yeah, well, that's the thing because like, this is how those people continue their success because newcomers, like at me at the time. For, for example, hearing that Pioneer record, I was not educated enough to know the difference. Right. I think that's huge. Uh, like keeping it separate from the original definitely makes you, I think a lot of people are just like, yo, he's so good. And then someone will call it out and be like, but it's just this song slowed down. And they'll just be like, oh, he didn't do anything oh, to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think it's okay because I got into Vaporwave because of that. I definitely didn't get into it because I heard something crazy. It was because mm-hmm. I heard the slowed down stuff, the slush wave, the yeah. you know, early Sam Pepsi stuff, fucking floral shop. Um this stuff was cool. It was just cool. It was just cool slowed down music. Slowed down music is cool. Um and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I think if you want to be an artist with it you have to do to me like i said art is in the eyes of the beholder or whatever yeah well that's so a good if, point artist artist yeah if you're, you're not gonna like it. work at it to where i think it, what you did was art then like i don't care and i like i think it's fair to be like 
your collection of slow down music sucks and it's not art. Even if they think it is, it's like, I don't want to listen to it because there's no context. There's no story here. There's no feeling you're trying to invoke. It's you're, you've just kind of, it sounds like it, but it you didn't quite do anything with it. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily I've, recognize it. Yeah. Yeah. I th- there's a lot I of good, like I said, are... there's a lot of good people still though. Yes. And who people do, are starting to sort of smarten up to it as well. Yeah. Um, consumers. Like yeah. pizza is not doing very well anymore. No, which is good because not only mm-hmm. did he totally fucking steal art with the signature in it on his album covers, he totally stole tons of music and did absolutely. He made a lo-fi like you vaporwave. <laughs> you can you can take vaporwave. You take you take eighties pop, slow it down. That's vaporwave. You know. He took lo-fi hip-hop beats and slowed it down and released it as a lo-fi hip-hop album. <laughs> so that's not recontextualizing. You li- yeah. Modern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not recontextualizing. That is pitch-altering and selling it. And then had the balls to like argue that it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. So it's that's no bueno. That was a bad, bad move. And, uh, yeah. Huge meme and continues to do stuff, and I'm glad people call it out more. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're more and we're more aware, I think. Yeah, but who sample.com exists now? Yeah. Well, um, it always has, but it's more. You're right. Um, there's more of an index there now. I think it's important to be to look at like how do you feel about uh, PZA, what he's done, and look at an album you love that is similar. And ask yourself if that is okay. Mm-hmm. Like, is it? Mm-hmm. And, and if you do feel like it's okay, you got to like really ask yourself why. And I think there are answers there that you could probably argue. But like, you know, I've listened to Fancy Deluxe album. You know, he's just kind of slowing down stuff. But quite frankly, I fucking love it. I listen to a lot of them. Oh, like, yeah, for sure. It's like, all you know, about the package, man. Yeah. Like, like Waterfront. Great example. Yeah, for love sure. it. But, you know, it's more of a curation thing, mm-hmm. which is cool, too. It's all about what you're presenting it as. Yeah. You know, is it your own? Maybe not. Did you steal it from your peers and do nothing with it and call it your own? Yes. Okay, now we have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Did you just, like, slow down something because you heard about the genre? Or are you, like, really trying to... Yeah, it's it is complicated, and I think there are like exceptions and hypocritical opinions that even I hold. That like I would say this one sucks, but this one's good, and bias and all mm-hmm. this shit. And it's it's hard to explain. It's hard to justify completely. But mm-hmm. basically, if I listen to a song and I like it, I like it. That's the end of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, we're getting through it. Twenty twenty is going to be an interesting year for sure. Yeah. Um, so I don't think we've ever answered the question. Oh, no, yes, we did. Yeah, never mind. I was going to ask about the real love music thing. Right. Um, so Vaporwave has been a part of your life for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, you participate in it quite a bit. What would you say Vaporwave means to you exactly? <laughs> um, it's funny. Uh, it means nothing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it literally... <laughs> means 
everything. And I kind of feel like I'm, you know, kind of, you know, I didn't invent this genre, but it, I kind of hate, not I don't hate, but it's like, I hate that it does mean so much that it's just like, fuck, like it changed my life. Mm-hmm. Just straight up. Like, I didn't have a scene before this. I wasn't this the person, you know, I, my chiptune music wasn't popular. It, it, it's different. I do everything differently now music production and i love it there's no like sense of like oh i'm just doing it because it gets hits it's just like this is what i wanted this is what i wanted to do it was a perfect storm i love it and i hope it loves me (laughs) well i love you thank you i love being a part of it i love (laughs) i don't know i feel like it's just small enough and it's just budding enough to where i think we all feel cool that we know it and we all are super stoked and it attracts a certain type of people that we all kind of get along. We're all internet dorks, yeah, you know what I mean? For sure. And right now, it's uh, it's the, it's definitely the time to get into it. Nostalgia nerds. Yeah. Is vaporwave your favorite type of music to listen to, like recreationally? Ooh, that's a good question. Hmm. <laughs> is it my favorite type? It is probably the most listened to at this point. What else do you listen to? I listen to... Uh, I like electronic in general. So I like house. Um, you know, I like Daft Punk a lot. A lot, mm-hmm. a lot. Um, I like a lot of like the hardcore stuff still. Just a bit. Not as much as I used to. Um, I do listen UK to a lot hardcore? of... hardcore? What would you say? UK hardcore? No, just like the... Sorry, happy hardcore electronic stuff. Oh, okay. Um weirdly my top album of all time this is probably the weirdest like i feel like nobody expects this is like the weirdest twist where it's like my favorite album of all time like hip vibes is up there number you know whatever top five discovery by daft punk you know top five um gorillas uh demon days and fantastic album but number one album to listen to probably the most and that i know like all the words to and i love the production and everything is Panic at the Disco's second album, Pretty Odd. Second album? Yeah. Ah, Their sophomore psh, album. Get out of here with the yep. bullshit. This is the weirdest <laughs> twist. I don't think anybody has ever been like, yup, you're right. crazy. I love the song Nine in the Afternoon. I think that, that was, was a single. single yeah. but so the that whole songs- album is just like this. Lovey dovey, not lovey dovey, but like this dreamy Beatles like, and it has a ton Mm. of strings and a ton of brass. Yeah. And a ton of like really, it is almost like it's a nostalgic sound, but redone in with fucking Panic at the Disco. And it's got like these dumb lullabies. It's got these, you know, these very like Sgt. Pepper's type songs. It's got these huge brass numbers. It's got this. You know, I got these bells in it, and it's got your guitar. Production is all, there. It's it's so, solid, sure. and I don't necessarily contribute it to Panic of the Disco because I think a lot of it had to do with their producer at the time, who said, "Get the fucking band in here." Mm-hmm. Um, and they also got a lot of shit because they're like, "This doesn't sound like Panic of the Disco at all." Yeah, and I like their first album. You know, Fever, you can't sweat out. Yeah, um, I know that. I know every yeah, instrument yep. off heart for that. 
I also got into them real way later than most people did. I think most mm. people were in and out during middle school for me, which was like 2006 or whatever. So they you were never around. saw them perform that first record then? No, but I got into them like high school. So I was like, people were like, oh, really? You're listening to that? And I'm like, yeah, I think it's still sick. <laughs> um, specifically, the second album, I didn't, I tried to do the third, didn't like it. And now they're just totally fucking different. Yeah, I haven't even I heard know, it. I don't, you don't even recognize it, but Pretty Odd is such an incredible album to me. And I love it. And I think uh, just songwriting and like instrumentation is really good on that album. Did you ever see the solo project by the singer? No. Um, they're the, not the, yeah. What, what's that song called? Actually, my friend is here. Uh, he's he's the guy that came to the door and yeah. rudely interrupted us. He'll know the song. Let me let me ask him. Yo, ah, Northern Downpour. That's from Pretty Odd, Doofus. It, what? Yeah. Oh my God, is Northern it? Northern Downpour sends its love. Oh said, my God, hey. it is. Oh, I'm a I'm a shit. And they're all too <laughs> smart to talk. Not only is that not solo, but there's a second singer in that song. <laughs> God, damn! I thought he did a solo. Oh, it is a shit. great song. I love great, that song. Great song, man. Video, woo! Great video. Did you ever get into Aaron West in the Roaring Twenties? No. Ooh, I have got a video for you. I'll send it to you now. The song is called Your Apartment, I think. For those who are listening, you can check it out. Very, very nice. Uh, It's like indie folk kind of style. Yeah. Yeah, check it out. Here's a link. Cool. Should I listen to it now? (laughs) Um, Well, we're almost done, I think. Okay. Another, Another. Actually, with all these tangents, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm down for it. Well, that's I'm, I appreciate you telling us, uh, you know, the importance of vaporwave to you. Right? No, yeah, for sure, it is very important. Obviously, I don't. It's not a joke. Uh, if it was, I'd be heartbroken. Like I think at a certain point, there's a, like Vectroid, like about how she kind of like wrote it off, and I was like, shit, like is this a waste of time? Mm-hmm. But then, like uh, being around territory uh, there. Yeah, being around St. Pepsi and hearing him legitimately just be like, no, you can still, like, there, there's a song on Mannequin Challenge that is, like, extremely saturated, like, crunchy as shit. And I brought it up, and I was like, that track is fucking brutal. And I'm like, honestly, I'm glad you did it because it just let everyone know that you can still do it. Mm-hmm. That lo-fi sound that it was born on, the bootleg sound, the cassette rip sound, the slowed down sound. That's how it sh- we should be doing it. We're we got I think we got too caught up in oddly enough what I just said about sampling, where we got too caught up in trying to be this yeah. hi-fi original genre when we we are born on the backs of lo-fi, just obscure stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's amazing. I'm so glad you said that too. Like, because <laughs> yeah. you can't explain it. It's, it's all a feeling and you, it's a, it's a thing that you appreciate when you understand the journey the genre's taken over the years. Right. 
for the record, I, I said that to him, and he agreed that that was his. He said yes, exactly. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he gave me a hundred dollars and clapped. <laughs> no, he actually did though say well, that. He gave you the same stoked. Pepsi record though. So there yeah, you it's it's too crazy. Yeah, he's the man. So, he really is the man. He's been nothing but nice every time I've seen yeah. him. Shout out to you, Ryan, man. I you uh, got you got he. I wonder if he, he'd probably do the show. He's gotta. He should try. I would, I would love that. Oh my yeah. god! He almost did 3D cast, but that was a weird time when. Yeah, there's there's a lot of different complications with that. Mm-hmm. Well, we have some uh, upcoming guests that I think everyone will really appreciate having on the show, and they're pretty popular. So we'll see. Uh, exciting time for Vaporwave, man! Super exciting. It's the most exciting. So, would you say? Uh, Hit Vibes is the most iconic Vaporwave, vaporwave release as far for as me, you're concerned? In, uh, as far as I'm you. concerned, yes. Yeah. Okay. Hit Vibes is the best one. Yeah. Because it is so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It. Just hear it and listen to it. it and uh, I think, like, what, it, it's because it's distant, it's nostalgic, it's also danceable, it's funky, it slaps. But then it's also down tempo when you got like tried and like the interludes where they're they're your classic style almost. Mm. You've got your city pop, but it's not sped up. It's it's your deep sounding, yeah, saturated. There's songs that are crispy as hell in that. Mm-hmm. There's funk. There's crisp. There's movie quotes. It is beautiful, and the art that goes with it is insanely good. It's a super dope package that's all wrapped up in its thirty three minute glory. We'll uh, we'll send that over to him for the commercial for the repress. <laughs> for <sure. laughs> that Please. was well said, dude. Please, yeah. I am I I am the like I said. It, it's just I'm the biggest. I love that album. It's almost like stupid. I wish I wish I had a cooler, more like obscure album to be like that's my favorite. <laughs> but yeah, it really I is hit vibes. One of the most popular is popular for a reason. Mm-hmm. Awesome, man. Yeah. So the 3D Blast logo, are you still uh, you still rocking that? Of I want I want to yeah. know what the the story behind it is. So the current one you're talking about, like the triangle with the red the, triangle, yeah, Ryan the triangle, and the yeah. three lines. Um, basically, after it would have been Promise Girl because it was used on the Die Hero cover. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted a logo, and I had this idea. Because the Pioneer art was all like geometric shapes and stuff. And it was like this kind of like confetti vibe. Or like explode and be all like geometric shapes. That's kind of what Pioneer looked like to me for some reason. Even if that wasn't uh, Fancy Deluxe's necessarily his vibe. Who He's also the guy I worked like. We kind of collabed on the logo. I MS painted... I had this idea for a logo that was just the triangle and then three lines because it was three and then the triangle would represent the D. And I had the lines on top of the triangle almost like uh, Dude, almost I'm, a, look- I'm an idiot. I didn't you, know. You I didn't get that? Never. No. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. It's three and then the D. <laughs> uh, someone someone was making fun of me at electronic on there like you got two different alphabets in there you got roman numerals and then you got the d yeah. <laughs> like, uh, which i thought was pretty funny 
Um, Shout out to that guy for knowing, for picking up on it. Yeah. Um, so I had him like almost, I had him on top of it, like uh, almost like it looked like French fries in a way, like they were kind of coming off of it. Mm-hmm. Out of the um, box. And I sent that to, yeah, Fantasy Deluxe. And I said, I want you to like mock up, I, I want a logo done. And uh, he sent me back the one I like still use today, basically, which is like the, did you get a sticker from me? I You probably did. I did I not. So. What? I had no, so many. I give no them to sticker. everybody. Oh, at the con? No, no. Uh, just at the con or the swap meet or anything. I was fucking busy, man. Uh, like I the whole time, it sucked. For econ two, I'm just gave, chilling. Yeah, that's good. I gave stickers out from the Dan Mason booth. <laughs> <laughs> if people knew. Yeah, if people here's a sticker with your shirt. Knew who I was? I whipped them out. I didn't give them nice. to everybody. Yeah. Um. What was I saying about the sticker? Uh, yeah, just the that logo. That, yeah, that 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 logo, the shape, just the three lines in the triangle is like his. Like, okay, I'm moving these over here so it's like symmetrical and it kind of smaller line first, then medium, then big, so it kind of replicates the triangle going the opposite way. And it's red and blue, and that's the logo. Yeah, you got to mail was, one up to me. <laughs> that was the dot. You used to ask Josh; <laughs> he probably has some. Yeah. Okay. I, will. <laughs> I think I'm seeing him soon. Yeah. Uh, he should have some because I left a stack in the Lost Angles tape swap thing. Mm. So he's, he has like a lot of them, actually. Yeah. There you go. Cool. Um, yeah, and it's the 3D and it's geometrical and it's cool. It's sharp. It's, you know, it's something you'd see on the table of a bowling alley, maybe. I dig it. It's like I said, when I first discovered you, I was like, whoa, this is going to be fucking cool. I thought it was going to be like utopia virtual, utopian virtual sort of style with the, you know, just the geometrical shapes and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, that's but, uh, why I kind of had my uh, my friend Joe, a.k.a. Kobe Soft, who did the art for like Promise World and Iconic Bitch, kind of do a reimagining. So I have the logo still, but now I gave it like the fun face and like the really ex- cool explosion behind it. And the uh, stuff I use now for like my discord logo or uh, my Twitch stuff and Instagram stuff, yeah. stuff I would put on like a flyer. Mm-hmm. Also, I think there, I also have one that has the 3d glasses and the hat on. But yeah, the icon, the iconography, the iconic little icon. I think uh, it became, it was a uh, well, it people picked it up and it's, you know, mm-hmm. people like it. I like it. I like it, yeah. And Dan Mason stole it. <laughs> his, his, <laughs> I, I joke up, his new logos were like three lines in a triangle and they were red and blue. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Come on. You're milking me dry, bro. It was done by Vitomo, <laughs> so they're all out to get me. Yeah. And all his electronic oh, yeah. shots are all lit in red and blue, and I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> You're pushing me out. Yeah. <laughs> um, We mentioned your your Discord server a little bit earlier. Yeah. I just want to talk about it a bit more. Um, In conjunction with your Twitch streams every Friday where you show people your production... Do you have, this is just a guess, but I, my guess is that you have 
you care about other people's ability to make music and you want to help. Is that right? <laughs> I'm okay. Well, I care in the sense of if someone were to come in during the stream and be like, how do you do this? I would show it to them. Yeah. I wouldn't, I would never say like, not now I'm busy. I'm in the flow. <laughs> unless honestly, unless it's free samples yeah and people some weirdly people there's a weird scene for like people who want feedback on twitch that are almost just like spamming you that's come in and link a soundcloud and say do you do feedback and, I'm, and i i only say no if it's free samples but other than that i'll say yes i'll let them know yes i do feedback but i'm not an academic and i do not know how to express <laughs> anything mm-hmm. <laughs> correctly my terminology may be off yeah i might just say turn the kick down <laughs> like, I don't. Yeah. I will not tell you how to solve it, but I will tell you what is sticking out. And mm-hmm. half the time, those people are already competent, and they're just there to show off, anyways. Yeah, yeah um, I can imagine. Yeah, I figured the Discord. I thought I read somewhere you made it for the smaller artists to have a place to go. Is that right? Um, uh, I don't know. I made it because. People asked for it, and I, I also liked it because a lot of the other Vaporwave Discord servers were, like, really circle jerk Not circle jerky, but, like, shit posty, and, like, mm. nothing really gets done. And, like, because it's smaller and it's people who have at least a common, like, you know, we're here. I, I, I read the Discord, and I think a lot of, like, there's a few artists that are big that they don't read the discord it's just a mess yeah and uh they let it run loose you know like my mods aren't people who like me <laughs> i mean they are they're my friends but they're not just like fans yeah they're they're people i actually trust to get stuff done if i need to um it's run by me yeah and it's very important that it is and uh I want the resources to be there because I think, like I said, I don't want it to be self-serving. I want it to be like community help. I don't want somebody to go in there and be like, I'm the greatest. Mm -hmm. I want some, I want people to be like, Hey, I I don't know how to do this. Yeah. Is that what you would say kind of sets your server apart from the other ones? Cause there's a lot, you know, honestly, I think the biggest thing that sets it apart is that, it's small because it's people mm-hmm. who are, I think a lot of people have become more friends and I'm yeah. very strict about like memes and shit posting. I'm not really a fan. So like, I don't really encourage it. I'm not necessarily saying I'm going to ban somebody, but like, I think that sometimes gets away from what people are there to see. Um, or they're exactly garden and i'm just like i'm kind of sick of it there's too like young people i like will let know i will let them know like up front like you've got to handle yourself more maturely you can't just come in here and type come a lot like you know like i don't (laughs) i'm not into this like 4chan edgy stuff it really like no one's forcing you to be here so please just be a cool guy I have a lot of channels because I like we talk. I'm down to talk about music and games, and the stream, and keep it all organized and have some have some fun and shit. And like, 
you know, I'm not trying to be another server. Like I don't, I keep that server unmuted. It's probably the only discord server I have unmuted mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm down to, I read basically everything and you know, it's yeah. not super, 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 super active, but when people type, I will see it. And I think that's cool for me yeah. and for people who care. It's a special thing. These discord servers, it's hard to know like what exactly the ramifications are when everything's put together right now. Cause we're, you know, we're feeling them out as we go. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be an interesting case study in a couple of years. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, I use it to like for like utility and stuff too, you know, for keeping the free samples organized. And yeah. If you want, if you like, don't check your email and you want to be updated on when I stream that's in there. And, you know, if you want to know like announcements, I'll post it in there. And it's, it's all like very optional, like added bonus. Cool. <laughs> Discord's cool. Oh, yeah. So what's Randy Wave? What is Randy Wave? Is this my <laughs> making Vaporwave post? Yeah, I've seen it wow. in, in more than one place, actually. Well, we kind of discussed it earlier about discovering the signature, right? And I think right. I literally you could link that. I have I have what it, making vaporwave post. Uh, I forget who invited me to do that. Um, yeah, VS, VST ten. Okay, um, uh, so that's it. Says it in the. Quote I would love there. to reread that. I wonder what the fuck I was saying. I P O A C is a person. Okay. Uh, Randy Wave basically was me putting a name to like the trinket style uh, mm. before it existed. Um, because because I have the Genesis baselines and the dumb sound effects or the weird, you know, it's dancey. There's beats. There's mashups. There's chip tune. Um, it was also my method. I think I talk about like the beatbox method in there and the. Did you? I don't know if you read it, but eleven steps. Eleven? Is that really? I had eleven steps. You did. Holy shit! I do not. I do not. I remember typing it. Um, but I do not remember what I typed. <laughs> oh, oh, I just this. linked it to you. Yeah, yeah. Holy <laughs> shit! Yo, wow. it's your boy Randy Comrade, aka 3D Blast, coming at you live with a freaking tutorial on how to make Randy Wave, aka Vaporwave, the Randy Way. Uh, I wrote this like funny guy. <laughs> if you didn't know, I'm really funny. You were oh, cooler my, t- two years Twitch, ago. The, very. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! I even mentioned Dan Mason. My Twitch is also a really old. Link. That's hilarious. And my Twitter is as well. Comfort zone link. Yeah. That's yeah. Amazing. Oh, your your Twitter. Yeah. Vitomo is in here. I P O A C is Vitomo. It says. Oh dang! Holy shit. Oh, it does say that. What? This is what I'm talking about, man. Going back and rediscovering those gems, you know, like we, if imagine if we didn't have Reddit to go back and look at this stuff, man. Yeah. It's our history, our memories. Someone called, like, I think anyone who gets, has a problem with the way I like could jokingly handle things, either they just buy it, they don't, or, or they, they don't understand it's a joke and get mad. Mm-hmm. Um, like I usually just come back with like just something completely stupid. Like there's a deleted yeah. comment here where it just says deleted, and then my response is just honestly, 
more important than eyeliner in my yeah. honest opinion <laughs> and then the guy goes honestly no and i go i'm a vaporwave influencer and what i say is law yeah <laughs> clearly i'm serious not not being facetious whatsoever exactly people really don't <laughs> yeah oh that's great some of these like i'm reading this right now and like i didn't realize i knew like i say um pitch down the uh drums and stuff like that's like i didn't realize i knew that i was doing that back then what is this two years ago two years ago go read other people's tips on mastering shicks i don't know jack kind of mess around until it sounds good i don't know dan mason taught me (laughs) april 3rd 2017 holy shit some some (laughs) I hate laughing at my own jokes. Some may say I actually have no idea what I'm doing. In fact, you may have gotten worse after this tutorial. I wrote like a fucking something awful article. Oh, man. Make music from the soul. Have a good time doing it. Fuck ambient and noise music. The stuff is for crybabies. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, fuck. (laughs) <laughs> holy shit I'm, I'm gonna have to share this on twitter yeah <laughs> i'm not sure if this makes good podcast stuff but uh just me laughing it's hilarious this is awesome this is hilarious i am fucking funny Frank yeah, ableton because that shit is for losers <sighs> who discovered edm when they were in high school fl is for losers who discovered edm in middle school <laughs> you make me laugh my ass off dude <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny fucking line. Oh, I hate myself for laughing right now. Oh, shit, my face. That's so fucking stupid. <laughs> I love being funny. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, if you think yeah. I'm funny or not, that's up to you. But uh, I'm always like, I, I think my music is a sense of humor and I tweet stupid shit. And yeah, I, I want to I, I have you around all day, every day. You're. You're like the funniest guy to me in the whole scene. I'm like, glad in, because that, in my life, honestly, that's the best because I don't know. At a time, I like the only things I cared cared about were vaporwave and like comedy. I listened to a lot of podcasts about the scene and comedy and up and comers, and mm. I don't really partake. I don't do stand up or anything, but I think it's it's fun to be funny, and I think sometimes I'm surprised when people don't get the joke. Yeah. I, t- today I tweeted, "Is Panic at the Disco Vaporwave?" And someone said, "No. Are you stupid?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Obviously, I know it's not." They were they you like gave me a real I... answer. They're like, maybe they were like the predecessor to like pop art, but uh-huh. I'm like, what? I'm not. No, fuck you. Okay, if we sit down and really try and deconstruct this. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I'm reading this again. My step nine is just labeled Tech Nine, <laughs> like the rapper. Yeah. Pitch your sample down a few semitones to get that deep vapor feeling, or put it up a few semis for that disco house type sound. <laughs> so fucking funny. There it is. Holy shit. All right. I was digging, yo. So we mentioned Newgrounds a little bit. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us about when you discovered Newgrounds and you know what you did there? How I, it uh, kind of influenced who you are now and the music you make now? I grew up on the net uh, in a bit like I grew up on the site like YTMND, if you're aware of that website. 
Oh, you're the man now, dog. Yes. And stuff like Newgrounds with animators and music and stuff. Uh, very influential. I think mostly because of my brother. Um, but I lived there and I think it has changed me probably for the worse because my sense of humor gets me in a lot of trouble now <laughs> because, you know, there's some types of comedy that I used to fucking love that there's a lot of animators who were, I get, they would consider it edgy now and the way what they mm-hmm. talked about and the words they would use. Yeah. Um, and I don't, you know, I understand, but unfortunately I still find it funny. <laughs> and I think it's one of those things where it's like, I, you know, if you don't think it's funny or whatever, you're allowed to do that. But I also think I'm allowed to think it is funny. Yeah. Humor is a tricky thing. It's so subjective, but you want to share it. Right. But it's hard to do that right now. Yes. Uh, yeah, it, it kind of sucks, and it's hard to talk about without sounding like a complete asshole about <laughs> disregarding being, everybody's uh, yeah about feelings, like, opinion. Yeah, basically, I love ideals. to play the part of a guy saying bad stuff because I I truly believe the people who say terrible things are terrible. And I think they should be made fun of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But people confuse it as, you know, if it sounds Support. like a, if it quacks like a duck type thing. Yeah. Which, like, I understand. And, you know, I don't go around saying terrible things. But sometimes if I'm, like, with my brother or whatever, and I don't know, it's just kind of like, damn, no one would find this funny. Because, like, you shouldn't say that. Mm. Well, um, you're not the only one. I heard Joe Rogan say it on a podcast today or something. Like, he doesn't condone everybody he interviews. You know? Or the, he doesn't, he doesn't condone everybody's interviews? Uh, there's people who have ideals that uh, oh, he has they bring on, he with them. Right. When they get interviewed by him on his show and that topics are off sometimes quite controversial and they'll be brought up or not and because joe rogan interviewed him people see as an opportunity yeah to support him and push his push these people's ideals further which i guess maybe because it's exposure but also yeah there's an argument i I know h3 podcast had a problem they had jordan peterson on if you know who that is I yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm 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 kind of I don't mind them I kind of dig it, but the people were mad. They were like, you know, if you don't agree with him, why even give him the avenue? Uh, you know, he's controversial to say the least. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Very no polemical. One. Yeah, so which I think means a lot he, of that. he's trying to make you think with what he says, like. Um, yeah, without getting into it, I feel like this is yeah. one of those subjects. It <laughs> <laughs> no just goes on forever. Yeah, nothing gets accomplished. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting time, yo. And uh, Newgrounds is a great site. Newgrounds is a great site. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, introduced me to swear words and 
that that brings it back because it's like a, a lot of like stuff. You know, there's comedy and a lot of stuff that was pretty. You know, that would not fly now. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it was a different time. And I know that's not an excuse or whatever, but damn, if it isn't like nobody was doing it, nobody was chant like loving what they were talking about. It was all fucked up humor and funny shit and. It's not just all fun. Okay, let's let's leave that topic. Enough of that. There was yeah. awesome art on that. Uh, Say like the flash animations that were amazing and music that was incredible for bedroom producers. Um, I think it started a lot of careers, actually. A hundred percent. Yeah, for sure it did. There was a guy named Vinny Verides, um, who did a uh, a series called ccc city how do you remember that because this i still like because it's very influential damn and it was amazing. like a, he, it was like he's a spanish guy mexican guy who would he had a whole comic series and it was all in spanish and i couldn't read it but his animations were all like this crazy world he had built and different segments and he would like label each video if they were like canon to the show or canon to the story or not or just fun and He's, you know, that, that vibe and that stuff. And like, I remember I was just watching stuff like so many good animations that I remember. His shit was insane. Stick. Not even just like the meme, not even like the meme ones that were like everywhere, like stick fights and like Eagle Raptors awesome series and stuff like that. But, uh, but also those like uh, a lot of gems. Oni and Stamper and Mark M and all these all these animators who back to that whole like degen humor type shit. But whatever. Mm. I saw you had some shirts on uh, Teespring, is it? T Public. T Public. I did have a Teespring. You might have seen that. Yeah. I haven't used that in a bit, but no, no. T Public uh, is basically a merch I store s- right now. I'm gonna sure. buy that mug off of there, yo. That looks sick. <laughs> Which design? <laughs> I only saw one. Just the logo. Okay. There's there's a bunch if you click the name. Oh, it's it, cool. Um it is tpublic.com slash forever three D blast, just like Forever Twenty One. It's a clothing store. And it kind of goes with in in tune with my Twitter name and everything. Mm-hmm. Pretty fun. Uh there's there's some cool designs. There's a cool cassette. There's logos, there's text, there's my favorite one. Um, is the it's called the versus audacity video or sorry versus audacity shirt or something like that okay and it's like a kind of an inside joke that kind of became like a meme like between people you might see it referenced every now and then if you're if you got a keen eye um about like i went off about people who use audacity and it was one of those things where it was like you know, I'm not. I don't really want to die on this hill, but at the same time, it was kind of funny that I was like, "Like fuck you if you use Audacity." Like it was kind of a <laughs> weird thing to get mad about. And then, you know, people were like, "I use Audacity," and I was like, "Fuck you." <laughs> kind of like <laughs> it was kind of this bit about how I hate if you if you only use Audacity to make music, then you're a fool. And. uh I kind of believe it, but I'm also not really that mean. 
You know, if you really yeah. use it, I'm not going to tell you to fuck off. But I also kind of think it's weird. But there's a shirt um, where they <laughs> there's a part in Dragon Ball Z where Trunks it's like a manga up, strip. Yeah. yeah, Trunks cuts up Frieza. I think if I'm wrong, I'm sorry, but we replaced Frieza with the Audacity logo. Mm. <laughs> so he's chopping up Audacity of <laughs> <laughs> the letters. Yeah. He's like, Audacity! And he goes after him. <laughs> That's a great one. Yeah. Fucking absolutely awesome. No, I don't think any, like, literally two people in the world have it. It's me and my friend Sam. <laughs> That's uh, from the Teespring? Yeah, from that from that site. Oh, damn, guys. Fucking grab that shit. <laughs> I think it's the fucking funniest one. Yeah, that's awesome. It's very niche, though. Yeah, true. For if, or, yeah, if you don't get the joke, but either mm-hmm. way, it made me laugh so hard. We had to do it. I was like, we need this as a shirt. I saw you made a sort of like video game thing on on YouTube. I don't know what this is. It's called so that would be Icy Icy. In the so, Groove? Yep. Vaporwave Adventure? So he's okay. A, he's a game dev. Oh, one. sick. So not only is Icy an incredible musician, uh, he's like not really known for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he probably would consider himself a game dev first, but he's like an incredibly talented guy all around. He's like I said, awesome musician. Does the free sample flips, and then he does. He's like he he's you know working on a game right now, and they're like really fucking good. They're not just like stupid RPG maker shit. They're like some crazy cool ideas that I've never seen before in a game. Cool. Um. And he made like a he 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 will compete, I guess compete, take part in like game jams, which are, you know weekend forty eight hours, whatever you have done is you know submit. Mm-hmm. And he did a rhythm based one, and he did it based around my music, where you ran through levels and basically collected cassettes. And then for one of the telethons, he like went back and like kind of remastered and added levels and stuff. And like, kind of advertised it as like a a game, and it's pretty cool. It's a game if you like my music and you like to collect cassettes by running through levels <laughs> of my music. That's your thing. You dodge. I like jump. cassettes. It's very fun. It's got yeah. a little goofy story. Mm-hmm. It's cute. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. If any artists were to approach you, I've kind of talked about this a little bit with the Discord question. But uh, how should I say it? Like, do you have any advice for our upcoming artists, people that are trying to make quality product? Hmm. Do I have any advice? People trying to break into the scene, maybe. Let's say if the question was like, "Hey, how do I break into the scene?" Um. And, yeah, and I make shitty beats. <laughs> yeah. At first, I, I was taught this by a film teacher once. He was like, "Never." Never like start off by like if you want to pursue something, ne- like don't if you want to show somebody your work, never go like here it is. But you know like it's pretty bad. Never do that. That's what you do constantly. Yeah. <laughs> In that Twitter thing, I made a couple of subpar albums that people liked and ended up on essential lists around the globe. Subpar, come on, you're throwing yourself under the well, bus. Well, the joke was, I think, <laughs> the joke was that I said subpar and then immediately brag about how they're on lists. Yeah, I guess that's that's a funny... No, uh, I know, I'm guilty of it. I think a lot of people more. are. I think it's definitely something... Uh, 
it's practice what you practice uh preach practice what you preach but also like do as i say not as i do yeah <laughs> um i 100% know what i mean because i constantly am just like i only got this gig cuz i'm in dan mason's shadow or whatever like stuff <laughs> like that and you know that's kind of the whole point it's but like it, it's a joke too yeah I yeah see. you stay humble you, you know you don't want ego to over you know you, if you're too if you're at the, at the same time if you're too like i'm the fucking best I just fuck you. Like I deserve to be here. Then all you're going to do is find yourself mad that you didn't get what you wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, that's okay, there quote. it is. That's some good advice right there. How I mm-hmm. handle things is that you should make music to your taste and, you know, always grow and always learn. And you don't get to decide when you deserve recognition. Hmm. I think a lot of people get frustrated when they haven't gotten, they're like, no one listens to my album. And it's just like, then you're not, you know, you're not done. Then make more, you know, get better, learn something like, you know, and it's like, maybe there's luck to it, but like, I truly kind of think that any, any sort of notoriety, like, now that I've been to Electronicon, I can say that I've taken pictures of people and people gave a fuck. Um, that wasn't luck. Like I literally spent five years learning how to make the music I wanted to mm-hmm. make. And there are yeah. people who like got not maybe not lucky, but like were already like really good and blew up and stuff like that, or got like their music featured in like a, a meme or something. But like you can. I think a lot of people get, they see kind of the pseudo fame, like the kind of circle jerky fame that you get on like Twitter where like, you know, like maybe me and Dan kind of where it's like, if we tweet, people will respond. And it's like, they see that and they want that, but they don't realize that like there's work to be done and they want it real quick and they want to get on business casual right away and then you know they need their first album to be on a label and it's really i okay here let me really try to recap everything i talked to john zavelli at electronicon a lot and i was really glad to hear him say this because this is an ideology that i feel too that he says that he puts music out on his label if it's you know really good that's probably first and foremost if it's like marketable even if he doesn't necessarily love it um, and people who have, he's more likely to look at you if you've done your time, which is like something I've definitely felt where people quote, don't do their time. And you can say it's like weird gatekeeping or whatever, but like, if you don't know what the genre sounds like and you want to jump right to the end, then you're going to be so kind of like out of place and like you can get thrown around by any, any change or you know, you won't be able to adapt. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't do your research on what this is built on, you're not going to be able to build upon it. Instant gratification. Yeah. People, uh, when I got into, when I got into business cash, you know, I was familiar with Zabelli. We were buds ish. Um, and I just DM'd him and I sent it to him. And Dan Mason also was like, you should release this on business casual. And he liked it. And he he said he really liked the album. And I talked to him at a con. He said, you know, there's no lying. He said he really likes the album. Um, but it took him a day to respond. 
And then some people, after I got on business casual, I, I had a lot of people be like, how long did it take you? I submitted now. And I'm like, okay, so like, now you, <laughs> now you think that because I got on, it was like, it was almost insulting where it's like, yeah, so now I got on. You just think you can get on because, like, what did I set the bar too low? Oh, oh! It was this weird. Like, well, I submitted. He didn't get back to me. It's been two weeks. I'm like, oh my god! Dude. And eventually, if you kept pressing me, I I was like, I'll be honest with you. Maybe he didn't like it. Like, did, did <laughs> yeah. you do your time? If he didn't accept it, submit somewhere else. And I like didn't want to be all like. Bleh. but people people kept asking me like what do you mean i was like it took me two days he responded in one day like and then they were like how how where'd you submit but i, I didn't want to let people i didn't want him to get like hounded with dms or like you know because that's don't want to be put on the spot like that but uh so i just said i submitted yeah. and had him submit normally and like you know if he gets to it he listens to every submission and so it was just like honestly like I've been around the scene. I've done yeah, my like, time. This, Zobelli this knows who I am. This submission took five fucking years. Okay. Yeah. Go back. <laughs> exactly. You know, just like, <laughs> you know, there are people out there who definitely submit and get lucky and stuff and have awesome albums and blow up fast. And like, I've seen people who started way after me mm-hmm. who are way bigger than me, like windows they, 96 they c- and stuff for sure. And a lot of those people have been making music in other scenes for a long mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, you know, even like Tupperwave, who's like he's kind of new school, but he's already well well beyond me and stuff now. Like he's making huge waves. Like he's a dope producer and stuff. Uh, Desert Sand, not familiar, but I believe. What? Desert I'm Sand having, feels warm at night. This is. Oh my god! Blanket. I'm gonna have to cut that, man. You're gonna get slain. Desert Sand <laughs> by who? Is that the artist? Desert Sand feels warm at night. Two releases on Seiko Mart, two releases on Affinity Pool. Well, that's uh, fine. A couple others. Yeah, Dude, he's Seiko like Mart my Pool favorite artist right now. I follow. No offense. That's cool. That's cool. Um, I'll link you his shit, man. For sure. He's Please do. insanely good. Like, I just did a song with him. I have vocals coming out on one of his tracks Sick. soon. Yeah. Uh, it's like, I call it. You know how some people say we're in Vaporwave Chapter Three. I don't know if you've heard that yet. After Econ, no, I've been seeing I, I, that. I've always said we're in Wave Five, but sure, Five. Oh, geez. Yeah, but Chapter Three. Okay, I'm down with it. Yeah, well, everything up until Vaporwave Two, and sort of Vaporwave Two with the vocals and everything after that scene, even without vocals, is still kind of I would say in that new chapter. And then after Econ, Vaporwave Three, after it kind of legitimizes the entire scene in pop culture, maybe. Yeah. And then in these news outlets and all this shit, we're in a new era. People have been making music from all these different scenes. Yeah. Um, At this you know, point, coming into like Desert Sand and Tupperwave, they both it's were being, producing other shit. Yeah. I think it's at the time where you are being influenced by something that was influenced by the original stuff. Like you're not, people aren't necessarily being influenced by mm. echo jams. They're being influenced by Dan Mason, mm-hmm. which is influenced by echo jams more or less. You know, that's not necessarily a perfect example, but that's what I, think I get. That. I like, totally get you. Yeah. 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 Which that's is awesome. a great way to explain like the different chapters yeah. of vaporwave. What we look back to. For I think 2814 was a huge monumental moment where, 
you know, they were old school, both HKE and uh, Telepath, and you know, Slush Wave and some more traditional Vaporwave stuff with sampling. And then they make this ambient album. And then, honestly, you see a lot of ambient music that people are just calling Vaporwave because 2814 mm-hmm. is their influence. Yeah. And, you know, that's another <laughs> argument that, you know, I could, I could speak on, but people probably don't want to hear it. <laughs> uh, well, we'll need another whole podcast yeah, episode for, for real. That. It's been four hours. I know. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. <laughs> so many questions. We're, we're making up for all the time passed since we didn't have you on the yeah, show. <laughs> for sure. And no 3D cast as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm waiting. What was that? February? Yeah, last one? January? February? Fuck. Something like that? You jerk. So I, hey, that just proves that I'm not doing it to self-serve because I did not do one when Iconic Bitch came out and I did not do one after Electronic Gun. <laughs> yeah. Touche. Yeah. So uh, we're out of questions now. I think we're getting to the end. No. Unless Ooh. there's... Uh, anything <laughs> you want to mention before we uh, hit the road? I do have one question for you. Uh, I don't think so. Let, let me just ask. Okay. Do you have anything upcoming that fans can look forward to? I'm finished with music forever. No. Um, <laughs> no. God, no. I'm I'm done talking after this word. No. Um... So basically, of course, I'm working on music. I'm, I have FL Studio op- literally open this entire time. I'm not mm-hmm. working on it because I'm chatting, but it, I was working on stuff. Um, I'm extremely, extremely tired by Electronic Con. Like, stupidly, like, fuck. If I had the time, I could, if, I, if I didn't have to work, I could probably pump out an album. Just, I, would st- I would just not, never stop working. Right now, because mm-hmm. I, I am just that fueled right now. Nice. Um, you can, of course, w- the Twitch streams uh, will be back, of course, after I move, um, which we stream a ton of stuff, games. It, it, you know, it's very fun if you're just trying to hang out and talk. Um, yeah. I feel like people don't utilize it enough for just like, hey, this happened. What do you think? I think. A lot of people wait for me to bring it up, and I'm just like, well, I don't know if you're there, dude. So please, yeah, I encourage people to come in, when I'm, whether I'm freaking gaming or working on music, and just chat. Ask come in there. Questions. Let's get the chats popping. Yeah, I re- read the chat. Very, I read it, you know, as it happens. I remember when I was first getting into the scene, I was like, no, nah, I was maybe into the scene for like a year already, but I found your stream. I had no idea you even had one, and I popped in there. And first thing, you're like, "Yo, Indy, what's up, man?" You like brought me into the into yeah. this thing, like I was a a member of it immediately. Of it was awesome. That's the thing. Like, we love. I I, I mean, maybe it's like oh, I want to be noticed or I like attention, but like, I love whenever there's a lot of people talking and riffing and talking talking with each other. Like the chat helps the chat out. I you know respond. And people are making fun of the game. A lot, of, a lot of people, you know. There's a lot of ribbon, you know, on, <laughs> on me. You're allowed to make yeah. fun of me. Don't oh, be you, too. You mean. can't play this game. You suck. Yeah, maybe not like that. Don't no. back. Don't don't kill. Don't murder me. But <laughs> yeah, like you know, my friends give me a lot of shit. I'm playing a lot of dumb games. Uh, 
So I, I hope someone joins. That's probably the weirdest thing from Electronic Con was a few people who said, like, they were like, hey, you're 3D Blast. Yep. And they'd be like, I watched the stream. And I'm like, what the fuck? Really? <laughs> That's really, that was probably the coolest stuff. That's a very small amount. And I'm glad they were all in the same room. Yeah, that's super cool. Coming from all these different places around the world, because uh, the this global internet thing is how you first recognize them in the first place. Right. And then, wow, they're all here now. That's pretty cool. That was insane. They got every motherfucker who cares in one room. And now yeah. no, one will, no one will believe me. Yeah. He signed all. He signed something for everybody. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. Great, man. Well, that's that's it for me. Fuck you want to yeah. give any shout outs or anything before we shout say goodbye? Outs. Let's give a shout out to Icy Icy, who's been like, if I said sidekick, I hope that's not rude, but he's really been like a super huge supporter and help. He's he was been visiting. He visited twice this year already in my own home, and he basically came from just being a fan in the Twitch chat, which is kind of kind of fucking crazy or in the youtube like stream chat anyways he's the best he helped me out a ton at electronicon um big shout out of course to dan fucking mason the man living helping me evolve um josh sterling the the greatest boys the crew basically we're gonna shit if if you fucked up in the scene we're gonna shit talk you in our secret facebook group (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, Fancy Deluxe retired, Wizard of Loneliness, the fucking boys. These are the Goon Squad. Everybody else cool? Nobody else cool. All of my, all the Lenny's boys. You know who you are. Fuck yeah, Vapor. You don't follow me on Twitter, but fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did mention, but that's kind of long. I don't know if you want to keep going. I'm I'm down, dude, for sure. Oh, Let's do man. it. All right. The vapor story. Um, this isn't shade, by the way. In in no way is this fuck vapor. Um, it's funny to us, and it's just been a running gag for like a year at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, Twitter introduced a thing where if you like stuff, it almost comes up like a retweet. Yes. Um, and once that happened. I noticed that Vapor would like a lot of my tweets and he does not follow me. Okay. And to the point where I was like, okay, how do you even see these? Something going on here. Something's going on here. And at a certain point, if you, if you've noticed, you've liked the guy's tweets. Wouldn't you just like be like, all right, we're both vaporwave stuff. I like a lot of his tweets. I'll follow him. Mm hmm. And it's just like he doesn't. And like at the same, like like I said, I'm just like you know what? Maybe he doesn't care. Obviously, that's fine. I'm not trying to fish for followers. Yeah, which is like, why is it coming up if you're not talking a lot? Because Twitter will do that if you message each other or if you follow each other or like. like, It's like what? What is happening? So that was been a running gag for like a year between you know, Josh and Sterling and I, and to the point where we're literally me, Dan Mason, Zabelli and Josh are all sitting at this table in vinyl dial and Vitomo and I see and our friend Alex and his brother are sitting at this coffee shop in New York last week. 
which is funny. This happened a week ago because it's been one week since you looked at me, since Electronicon. Um, just discussing who Vape Error follows. <laughs> and some of people are bragging to others. Like, he follows me. He follows my label. It doesn't, then, you know, I'm just like, he doesn't follow me. And then we're like joking back and forth. Running gag. Never had a problem with it. There's no, there's no issue if he doesn't want to. It was, it just became a bit. I just want to make that clear. That I'm or not, he didn't even realize. Yeah, right. Or just whatever. It just became such a running gag where it's like, literally what the fuck because he'd like respond he'd like comment <laughs> stuff and i'm just like this is too this is just getting too funny to be like you know i can't believe we've escalated the bit this far of course cut to i meet vapor at the con you know super nice guy cool yeah um i don't really say much to him but you know we meet and he's he's cool um josh gets <laughs> a little drunk by drinking two cans of wine which are basically a full bottle. Holy um, Yep. What? The bartender was like, you know, one of these cans is like half a bottle of wine. <laughs> He's like, yep, <laughs> give it to me. All right. Um, when in Rome. Yeah. So I somehow he ends up around Vapor and says, do you know something along <laughs> no the line? Way. You know <laughs> you don't follow 3D Blast or something like that, or you should. I forget the exact sentence. And... Funny, and so he tells me that all he did was kind of laugh and then check his phone, he said. Yeah. And then funny enough, Josh is yelling this to me while we're in the crowd for his set. So this is already like just the bit bit is wild. We're just like (laughs) watching Vapor perform while Josh is just like, I told him to follow you. (laughs) I'm just like, holy shit. Um, And so I check my phone. So here I am in the Vapor's crowd checking to see if he follows me on Twitter. Which he does not still yeah. in the crowd. <laughs> so the phone check was just him not, him, you know, whatever. Like I said, whatever. It's, it's just yeah. so funny at this point. Um, so I'm oh, just like, shit. that's crazy. I can't believe you you do that. Uh-huh. So the day ends after after party happens. Whatever. I don't talk to vapor or anything comes up until about uh, a couple days after I get home. Uh, I get invited to play New uh, sorry, Chicago, um, which is kind of still in the works. I don't really have details on it just yet, but I'll be playing Chicago at the end of September. And cool. I, tweet, I tweeted something like, y'all mind if I play Chicago? Uh-huh. And of course, the like. Get a like. Vapor. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> if, you, if you just ended up like thinking some of my tweets were funny or whatever... And like, you this just is like not them. a comedic tweet. This is not tweet. like a comedic tweet. This is like, I like that you're playing Chicago. Kind of a personal tweet. Mm-hmm. And I just screen capped and sent it to my sent it to Josh. And I was like, I like I can't believe after all this, it's still gonna go on. Like, there's no <laughs> sense of like, oh, they like. There's no sense of like, oh, he knows I don't follow him, and I'm. Fa- I don't know. Like I said, it was just like it was just so funny to me. That I'm like, it's still just gonna happen. He doesn't follow me, but he's gonna continue to like all my tweets. So, like I said, I thought this was the end of it. <laughs> so Maggie.wave takes a video, like you mentioned earlier, of me messing up, right? Uh-huh. During the after party set. And it was comedic and it was it blew up on the Reddit for some reason. And I was checking the comments because people were arguing about the song if it, what I was playing was Vaporwave and if what I was doing was cool. 
And so I checked back. I had like 50 comments or whatever. I checked back. New comment. Vapor. I'm like, no fucking way. Oh, my God. He says, he says, I was there when it happened. Didn't realize it was a mistake. I loved the song he was playing. It had a lot of cool Smash Melee sound effects, and I used to love playing that game. Also, later, he played City Escape, which is one of my favorite songs. Oh, so Sonic not only, Adventure 2? Yeah, yeah, I played the Oh, remix. my God, yeah. I know that song. Starts with that bass line. Yeah, slap bass, hell yeah. So, so not good. only... So he's he was there. He came to see me live, and then he's writing like, hey, I thought it was really cool. And City Escape was near the end, so he stayed... He saw me play. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I can't fucking believe this. And I thought, like I said, I thought the story ended here. I was just like, this bit is going so fucking, is getting yeah. so weird that at Never first ending. it was just like, oh, he's probably just favoriting tweets. He doesn't even really realize it, whatever. To He's specifically coming to see me play live. And he yeah. still doesn't. <laughs> and like I said, I'm, I'm, we, we kind of postponed this recording a few days. Um, and I'm so happy kind of we did because last night, Facebook alert, friend request. No way. Jeff. I don't necessarily yeah. want to say his last name, but vapor. And I'm like, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, that he's got to fucking, fucking know. Time. And he's just, I swear to God, he's going to buy me a fucking house. He's going <laughs> to like give me, he's going to die and leave his will to me, but he'll never yeah follow me on twitter <laughs> <laughs> everything <laughs> everything except oh my god i just couldn't believe it i was like literally sitting here like if he doesn't like me what the fuck <laughs> but how i don't think he's like i said i don't know what it is <laughs> i just think whatever's happening is so perfectly ridiculous that it's just like this absolute mayhem of like there's no way he can't notice, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Vapor, I don't know, if you're out man. there, I don't even know if I want to follow at this point. I think it'd be way funny if I never got it. You, yeah, you can't. Yeah. It's There's like no shade. Bomb. I don't mind. Like I said, if he's like, all right, he tweets too much. I don't need to follow him. That's fine. But the Facebook friend request? What the? What, what is this about? That I just adds... <laughs> Yeah, that that just adds a whole another variable to he's, the mix. Man. He's coming to see me play. Like he's <laughs> in the room for that. Like honestly, our rapport between before that night non-existent. Like we have never talked, mm-hmm. or if we have, it was very brief. Maybe just tweets here and there. But I mean, it's just it was just too funny. It was just me going Crazy. like this is my my head hurting. Just like I can't believe we're still this bit and it will never end yeah, it's just getting yeah, more yeah. ridiculous like he's gonna come over to my house and literally like become the godfather of my child and he'll is just never whole, follow me is this whole vaporwave thing just a giant <laughs> goddamn twilight zone experience like <laughs> you know just a, yeah oh man <laughs> anyways that's it and it'll probably continue like i said i'll probably see some shit well i guess he followed sterling's strudel soft today and mm-hmm. well i guess i don't really want to say anything but uh <laughs> maybe they're working together i don't really know yeah uh, which i think it's just like okay so he's gonna follow everybody around me he's probably gonna, he's gonna <laughs> follow my mom he'll follow just my like brother. the podcast 
Because yeah, he's gonna. I'm probably gonna have him on the podcast, or he's gonna <laughs> Our start. Our podcast, one. sorry. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna start his own and have me on as a guest. He's gonna start a late. I'm gonna be on plus one hundred. I'm gonna fucking. We're gonna drive together to Electronicon Seven, and he'll just never follow me. <laughs> that is the that would be the omega bit. What a story, man! Oh my god, it, it was made me laugh. Like out of out of everything from Electronicon, just whether or not Vapor follows me on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> it's my favorite. It's so funny. You have your boys too, and you with uh, like in the joke with you. Yeah, yeah. Every, everyone's in on it. Like. Mm-hmm. But like Maybe it was I, just you. Like, I don't want to be your like, hair out. Yeah, and no one believed me. Because <laughs> at first it could it was just like you know he probably just doesn't know <laughs> who I am. But at this point, there's no undenying. There's no denying that he knows who I am. <laughs> mm-hmm. It makes me laugh so much. Yeah. Well, I actually don't follow some of the people I interview, um, partly because I don't want them to realize i'm doing my research so last minute <laughs> and if i follow them then they're like oh indy's checking me out i wonder funny. why <laughs> that's really funny hey yeah i know i get it though i used to have people on my show who i literally had no idea anything about them yeah um that's the way she goes on this global internet yeah anonymous genre <laughs> it's funny yeah. as fuck crazy man well man Fuck. That's it. How long has it been now? Four hours, fifteen minutes. How long is my recording? Because I didn't stop. God it, it damn. Is. Uh, yeah, four hours. We're about to hit four twenty, literally in two minutes. But then again, crazy dead space to cut. But yeah. All right, finish her up. Yeah. Well, that's it for me, man. Uh, de- check out three D Blast on Twitter, on Facebook, uh, on Instagram if you have it. I don't know. Yes, yes. Uh, oddly, Sweet. my Instagram is kind of popping off, especially since electronic on. Nice. A lot of, lot yeah. of good pics. Yeah, I think people are breathing new life back into their Instagrams. <laughs> Oddly, a lot, a lot of, pictures of like, to share. activity for a guy who honestly does not push his Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sweet. And check out his music, uh, 3D Blast. Nah, just Instagram. Just Instagram. <laughs> no, 3dblast.com. It's got a new single up there. It's pretty dope. New record coming out. Bandcamp.com, Spotify. There is no 3dblast.com. I didn't I say 3dblast.bandcamp.com? No. Oops. Absolutely disgusting. Get a hold Thank of yourself. Thank you for correcting me. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Thanks for having me, dude. I love this and I love I don't I love a long show, don't get me wrong. I appreciate that. Hell yeah. I hope everybody got a good uh, opportunity today to get to know you and hopefully they check out your music. It's yeah. fucking golden solid <laughs> amazing production thank you so much if Seriously. anyone has questions about anything i said today that didn't make fucking sense because i rambled feel free to hit me up on twitter and just be like fucking what the explain fuck your, randy explain yourself yeah <laughs> i need answers now <laughs> uh, as always check out the magazine we got a great new website privatesweetmag.com if you want a physical magazine check out our patreon or you can get the digital one as well for like a couple bucks yeah, um, hope everybody had a lot of fun, and we're going to play some music from Randy from Yo. his uh, various albums uh, after we let him go, so stick around for that. Thanks a lot, Randy. No problem. Thank you. My pleasure, man. Absolute pleasure, and sorry it took so long to get no. you on here. <laughs> I knew it would happen eventually. Yes, I'm glad it did.
Mm-hmm. Building up those sick ass questions. <laughs> cool. All right, I'll let you go. Same, same to you. I will same to me, man. Okay. <laughs> Have a great night, man, and uh, I'm sure we'll talk soon. All right. See you later. Thanks a lot, dude. You've been wanting to go to Ami's beach house this whole time, haven't you? Huh? Seriously? For your information, Mr. Horndog, I don't give a damn about when, where, or who you want to drool over, so go right on ahead. What's with you? God, I'm just trying to be helpful here.
What are you hiding about? Were you expecting something else? No way. Not at all. I wouldn't dare. <laughs> Yeah. 
yourself to me? Huh? You're not even good enough to be I'll my I'll make you friend. eat those words. This is a for 3D Blast. This is my live reaction to stop reading and start the game. I'm, I think that's what you wanted. So I'm gonna hit play. I'm, I'm, oh, nice. It's so 